We live, baby. 21st Eastside representative here at With All Due Respect. Manny Man coming with Castro. Better tune in, you hoe. Might learn something. Build is healthy. To lasso Castro, the asshole, turn him into mincemeat for ramen casserole. Feed it to a thick booty bad bitch. She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage. Pussy fried catfish. I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks. I ain't never had shit till I turned to rap. It for rapper to rapper, Kappa Lambda. I'm on some fresh shit. Packing on packers, damage, stamina, stacking damage, acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh-huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoop me with the black tea. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat-seeking, miss a launch with a beacon With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking, ho Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X Coming at you live and direct With, with the, the with, with all due respect podcast Ladies and gentlemen, 2TDT in the motherfucking house I'm Make some noise. always here, always here uh, We got a very special guest, man, in the building uh, Local Tulsa stand-up comedian uh, traveling, doing things as well, though not only in Tulsa, but he's moving around. Uh, got an up and coming show out in Wagner, uh, a 420 show. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about later on today. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got Roscoe in the building. Welcome. What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much Glad for coming, man. It's definitely a privilege and an honor. Uh, man, I just want to get right into it. Uh, yesterday, uh, you guys were at the Comedy on the Corner. Tia was there running footage for you guys and Sick. things like that. Comedy mm-hmm. on the Corner, Volume 7. Mm-hmm. Six. Dude. It was Volume 7. Dude, literally seven. you guys are tagging 5 and six, 7 so and yeah. no 6, and I wrote 6 on the board. It's because Caleb can't count. I love Caleb. I noticed that. <laughs> Caleb can't count. How'd you uh, come into contact with Caleb? How'd you guys link up? I ran into Caleb doing open mics in Tulsa, uh, and he just friendly guy he's so really he sweet connected really sweet dude. and uh so we started running really around sweet. and doing comedy on the corner together i've only missed one mm. uh, which was the very first one but i've been out to every other one we did one in oklahoma city it was quite successful we uh he did one at my show in wagner uh on what was it uh three two one we did one on march 21st mm-hmm so that was fun. I was trying to figure out like what dates you were talking about because yeah. I was like three, two, one. I was like, what is one? Two th- like back yeah, then. Yeah. I was like, oh, twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So, as far as Wagner, man, how'd you get? Because are you from Tulsa? Uh, I was raised in Bixby, so yeah, South okay. Tulsa. Uh, I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, East St. Louis. To your, be precise. St- your style is definitely St. Louis. I am St. Louis style. So I've I can definitely see that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but raised, born, born in St. Louis, raised here in okay. Oklahoma. So, I'm, uh, I'm really black for a white guy. I can dig it. I can yeah. dig it. It's not a bad play, bad, bad way to be. No, you know no. what I'm saying. I black. definitely, I definitely, uh, fuck with that, man. Uh, man, let's get into a little bit of just your comedy journey, brother. Uh, as far as you know what I mean. 
How I ended up here? Yeah, let's go. Let's get into <laughs> it. Just tell us your story, man. Matter of fact, I'm going to open up the platform. You just so, uh, do your thing. Uh, let's see. I got married in 09. I waited till I was 29 years old to get married, which I recommend. Then you can fuck a lot of women in your 20s. Okay. So that's the way to go. I know you're getting there. So. True indeed. True indeed. Running it right. Uh, fucked a lot of women in my 20s. Got married at 29. And uh, they say you can't make a hoe a housewife. And they're right. Mm. Uh, I did it for uh, 12 years, and she decided she liked meth and other dicks more than mine. Mm. So uh, we, we got divorced year. last year. I ran Dollar Generals for 10 years. Okay, I remember so you saying I that. I don't recommend the... retail to anyone. Don't ever do it. It's the worst thing you could ever do in your life. And then uh, last year I got divorced, and I said, I'm fucking 40 years old. I'm going to do what I want now. I have an 18-year-old daughter who graduates this year. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to do comedy. I want to write. I do stand-up as a mean, uh, means to an end to be a writer. I want to do something like SNL kind of stuff mm -hmm. or, you know, late-night TV or something like that. So I started doing stand-up. Uh, I moved to Chicago for two months uh, and started to go to school at Second City which you may or may not have heard of. I have heard of the Second uh, City. Second City shut down because of COVID, so I was doing basement shows in Chicago with the 30 of us that were still going out that weren't afraid of COVID. We were hiding, you know, in basements so the cops wouldn't find us and stuff. It was real it's underground cool, shit. pretty cool, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it was real. Uh, a lot of urban shows, you know, which I really loved and enjoyed. Uh, but then it just got, there was no point to me being there. You know, I had family here and stuff, mm -hmm. so I moved back here. On my way back, I stopped through Springfield, Missouri. I uh, worked at the Blue Room, mm. uh, just emceeing shows. The Blue Room's a comedy club in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, and then came back here and started doing open mics here in Tulsa. I've connected with uh, some amazing comedians here, and uh, everything's blowing up real quick. That's amazing. Real fucking quick, so. I love that. Um what I want to talk to you about, something that really fascinates me about you, uh, as far as... Yeah, you do comedy, but you mentioned that your main goal, your main mission is to become a writer. Um, is that something that's always been uh, within you, something you've always wanted to pursue? Or? 110%, yeah. I mean, I think I think at 11 years old, 10, 11 years old, I was watching Johnny Carson. Mm. I'm a little bit older than you guys. I have uh, no idea who that is. That you're a fucking child. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I was uh, I started with Carson and Saturday Night Live and stuff like that, and I just felt like that. Uh, you'll notice that with comedians, whenever you're, they're in a group of people that aren't comedians, they're usually the funny, loud one. Uh, and then you get in with a group of comedians, and it's competing to see who can be the funny, loudest one of the group. Um, and we all hate hate ourselves. You'll notice too, like we have such self esteem issues. Right. But uh, I'm kind of the opposite of that. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm 6'3", 300 pounds, but uh, I fuck like I'm 180. You, you seem know? very confident. Yeah. Uh, not just talking about the fucking statement yeah. uh, in general, I, I, but just as a person, you seem very well put together within yourself. Oh, I appreciate it, man. I, it's you know taken a long time to get here. This isn't how I've always been. I right. mean, uh, life's hard. You know that. Mm. You know, we all been through shit. Uh, but I just came back and I said, fuck it, I'm not going to... I'm done playing games with people, with life. Uh, I don't lie anymore. I used to be a really excellent liar. 
but I said, I'm not going to lie anymore to anybody. Let's just be honest with everyone. And that life seems to work out better for me that way. They don't have to remember the shit I lied about, which is the toughest part about <laughs> it, you know, about lying. <laughs> Tia knows. She lies a lot. <laughs> I do not. I like that a lot, man. Uh, that's real dope. As far as... Uh, studying your craft goes that's one thing that always because whenever i first started studying stand-up comedy right you know that i'm writing a little bit of my own work uh currently it's stuff yeah it's decent it's decent could be way better uh i got way i got a lot of room to grow but uh you be caking up bitch don't be lying <laughs> that's one of my things too is all of my material is about bitches that's all i can talk about so well, i'm good at. I mean, uh, they're such you... easy to they're so easy to make fun of though true it's indeed so easy shout out to Tia. Uh, <laughs> okay, but all I'm, right, I see where this is going tonight. Whenever I first start, because you'll watch comedy on TV, right? Always, yeah, yeah, every day. And you guys, I'll watch shit. When you guys do your work, you right? When I'm watching you guys, you make it look so fucking easy, right? Oh, there's so, nothing easy about it. And this is what I've learned, right? Yeah. So from sitting back watching you guys, I'm like, fuck, I can do this. <coughs> and then actually going back. And trying to write your own jokes. There's a there's a there's a setup for your jokes and just all kinds of there's so much that goes into it that I don't think people very formulaic, know. Formulaic, right. very formulaic. It's a lot of uh, you learn about the rules of th- rule of threes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard us mention that before to you, where you know whenever you throw out something, it has to be like one two three. It just sets up right. You know, set up punchline, set up punchline. Uh, you're always trying to tag shit, at, which is adding something to the end of a joke that mm-hmm. adds an extra laugh. Sometimes your tag's funnier than your jokes. You have to go back and rewrite your joke. Uh, And comedy just comes out of life experiences. I think that uh, every bit of comedy starts with the truth, right? Whatever that truth is, even if 90% of what you say is a lie, it all starts with a small piece of truth. Mm. And uh, I'm real self-deprecating on stage. You know, I make fun of myself. And and once again, I think that just goes back to hating myself as a child, you know. I think that would be the only thing that I would be good at is making fun of myself. Because I do it every day all the time. See, I think you would do well at comedy just because you're the loudest in the room, as he said. Uh, <laughs> you have a quick mind, too, too. You, know? you do. You burn fun. yourself down. You're I, a funny fucking girl. I about saw you come unglued last night at Comedy on the Corner. Do you guys want to tell that story? <laughs> yeah, I dude. I think we should, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think, I think we should let Tia start because I was on the mic when this was happening. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I went out last night. Um, to comedy on the corner, and I was there early for one. I'll just tell the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I got there early, and um, I don't really like big amounts of people. Third when- Elgin on the corner every Saturday comes. <laughs> yeah, when I don't like big amounts of people whenever I'm not drinking or like on drugs because I can handle myself whenever I'm on drugs. But whenever I'm not, I'm just like I should have sent you with some money. I'm just like shaking, like. Like, I'm like, oh, God, everybody's looking at me. I'm going to Yeah, so fall. she stood around for 20 minutes waiting for my fat <laughs> ass who was hiding in a bar drinking Jack and Coke. I had so. no idea where anybody was. So we fucking pull up. Everybody's on the corner and stuff, and we're just chilling. And this guy from OKC, what's his name? Uh, Kayvon. Kayvon was... I, I I'm, I'm not sure. even going to try his last name. Yeah. He, he's Middle Eastern. Persian, I'm pretty sure hell of a guy is what he said. From Cameroon. Ah. Cameroon, and he's a hell of a guy, but I'm not going to attempt the last name. His name is Kayvon. Check him out. Find him on Facebook. This motherfucker's been in six months, and he's killing it. Mm. He's pretty, he's he's funny. He's got some funny things. He's got <coughs> some funny stuff. Well, during that guy's little thing on the corner, um, this drunk guy, like, pulls up with his friends, like, Kayvon's friends. But he wasn't but with But he them. wasn't with Kayvon's friends. He just followed them over to us and then right. stood there and started trying to, like, 
put like pick with Kayvon. He was like, fucking slap me, dude. I have it recorded. I've sent it to you. He's like, fucking slap me, dude. And Kayvon's like, no. And like continues to try to do his comedy. And he was just like doing all this shit. And then I was like recording at one point. And like, yeah, Roscoe was on the fucking mic, right? And he like said something and like turns to me and just stares at me. And he was like. Two inches from your face. Yeah, he was like, hey. And he got like this close. And I was like. All right, because I'm, I'm next to this pole in this big box thing, so I can't move anywhere. And I was like, please don't touch me. And so, like, right oh, as no, I... no, 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 no. She did not say, please don't touch me. <laughs> I did, too. No, don't I... you fucking fancy it up. <laughs> How did it really fuck go? You. She said, get the fuck out of my face before I drop you, is what she You're said. It wasn't, please don't touch me. No, I, I, he, he touched me multiple times. Cause I he, love that you tried to play a sweet and innocent role. No, 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 because he touched me multiple times because he came up and started kissing at my phone and I was like, don't fucking do that. I'm trying to record people. And he was like, I'm sorry. And like rubbed my shoulder and I was like, don't fucking touch me. And then he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then he grabbed my waist. And I and I was like, you touch me one more fucking... And I pushed him. And I was like, those of you that me. don't know Tia, that's a wide waist that he grabbed. He was <laughs> grabbing onto a lot of women. Tia Thickey. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you touch me one more time, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. And like, right as I said that, I like turned and I saw you looking at me. And I was like, great, now everybody knows I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> I just died laughing. And then our good friend, another fellow comedian, Rick Shaw, came over. Shouts out to Rick and, Shaw. Yeah, great guy. And uh, told them if he did not leave, that the two fat boys were going to beat him up. So he decided to go. Well, he didn't even leave at that point. because He didn't? No, he okay. didn't. Because he was chilling next to me. Rick was chilling. And the guy was like on the other side of him. And every time he would like try to come close to us, Rick was like, no, you can't come over here. Like, you can't. Do that, That's dude. Some weirdo shit. Like you can't do that. He was just—he was real fucked. Up. He was very, very, very. Was drunk. he attractive? Like, did you? No, he, was, no, he was, was not a weirdo. He was no. a weird dude. I, see, listen, I'm very straight, but I also understand what a good-looking guy right. is. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He, he was, was not, not a good-looking guy. Okay, so he, he was wasn't like, even there. Wasn't a chance. No, there was no. He was like a cholo. Yeah. That was from North Tulsa. Like, <laughs> okay. He didn't have any money. He was like a cholo without money. A broke cholo. Yeah, yeah, broke cholo, broke cholo. Brochelo. Brochelo. <laughs> that's dubbed. That's a uh, that's trademarked here. Yeah. Now. We've made that. <laughs> Brochelo. Well, a- and so um, at one point Rick left my side. Okay, he he left me, and a the bro-lo. guy. Brolo. Brolo. Yeah, bro brochelo. I like better. Brochelo. We'll figure it out. I like brolo. Brolo bro- sounds pretty cool. Go ahead. It's kind of like Rolos. Anyway, so Rick. <laughs> she left. always think about food. <laughs> it's that lineman in me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick left, and I was like, all right, all right, this is gonna happen. And, like, right as I thought that, he starts coming back up, and he, like, reaches out his hand, and Joe was standing right next to me. And she Joe was Miller, like, shout out Joe Miller. Yeah, shout out shout to shout Joe out Miller. Joe. She was like, she's like, no, don't fucking touch her. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And right when that happened, you're that dude from OKC was like, all right. The Persian. Who, yeah, the Persian dude. He was like, Trayvon, who, are, who was going? Came, <laughs> Not Trayvon Martin. Sorry, wrong guy. Um, he doesn't wear hoodies. He was like, he's like, what's going on? And we were like, this guy, is he with Oof. you? And he's like, no. And so finally he got up and he like got in his face, like, what are you doing over here? And like talked him across the road. 
Kayvon's still alive. He didn't get shot like Trayvon. I just want to say that. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Fucking God. He said some of those things last night. Some of the things I said last night, I was like. Let's talk, because I do hear, but, I mean, you guys are roasting people the whole yeah. time. So roasting let's, on the let's corner. Let's get into that. Talk to me, because, I mean, I imagine that keeps you, just as far as writing goes, that keeps. 100%. It, so do you write to roast out there? Or is it, it's a, so, that, yeah, that got never. to keep you on your toes. Yeah, so I have a, another good friend in comedy who you guys may or may not have met. His name's J.B. Watkins. Yes. Uh, JB's killer. Wasn't he, he on K Hits? <coughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, 97.5 KMOD, the big big Mad Morning Show. He was cornflake. Oh, big okay. Mad Morning Show. I forgot. Yeah, because I used was, to listen to He was to on that. there for four years. He was He's a great guy. Uh, funny enough, he's a Bixby folk as well. I didn't know him in high school. He's four years younger than me. Uh, Thank you. But I after mind. I graduated high school, I went back to high school to substitute teach because mm. you could do that back then. This was in the late 90s. And uh, I substitute taught JB whenever he was in school. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which he, you know, he knew after he told me later, you know, as we become friends. But uh, what was I saying about JB? There was a reason I brought up JB. Oh, I don't know. Because you guys were talking about writing and oh, roasting people. Oh, okay, about roasting people. JB, uh, JB's a great writer. Thank and you. He writes really solid stuff. Thank you. Yeah, the, the stoner was on top of it. Cool. Uh, so anyway, JB, JB really is a, a good writer, but hates doing the comedy on the corner. Uh, because it's it's hard work to do to do crowd work. I mean, that's basically what we're doing. Is we're exactly one hundred percent. And uh, I'm not the best at it either, but I make myself do it to get better. Right. Uh, you know, it's just it's just observational humor. You know, you make fun of the way somebody looks, what they're dressing. You know, uh, they did a lot of mom jokes and dad jokes yeah, last exactly. night, which were funny. We're like, oh, good job for taking dad out tonight. Uh, <laughs> lots of lots of people out wearing clothes they couldn't afford two weeks ago until their stimulus check came. And <laughs> there was one kid shit. with a Supreme hoodie on, and they were like, oh man, this guy with a Supreme hoodie. Yeah, dad bought that. It's <laughs> like ah, probably okay. saw a couple of lacrosse players. You know. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. You know the type. Yeah, it's yeah. hipsters downtown, so true indeed. A lot of rednecks. A lot of rednecks. Co Co. What was it? Co. Co Wetzel. Okay, Co-Wetzel. so last night they were like, they're like, yeah, you guys go to the Co Wetzel concert and all this other stuff because they're all dressed like hicks. Co Wetzel, right? I believe, is a country music artist. I I can't confirm or deny this. I just heard this was a person. I've yeah. never heard of him. I never. I I thought they had made it up, right? And I get up this morning and my buddy was like, if you want to get into the Co Wetzel. Concert hit me up, and I was like, I screenshot it. People I'm do that for country Facebook. artists, like because you see all the rap artists posting. Oh, yeah. If you want to get into the, you know, low flip concert, hit me up. Like, yeah, country artists Co-Wetzel. got like a Dude, following. Like the, oh, yeah. If you want to get into fucking Toby Keith, hit me up. <laughs> like who the fuck is going to see <laughs> Jason these people? Aldean? I got your tickets. Oh god. No, it's crazy. There was um my favorite part. No offense to anybody that was a comedian out there. Favorite part last night was whenever this like group of girls comes up, right? And they got all these like guys with them. And she was like, I got a joke. I got oh a joke. <laughs> she was so I horrible. got a joke. It was the best joke I heard all night. It was not even funny. <laughs> so funny. So She's funny. such an ready? easy audience. Yeah, yeah. Tia is such a fucking listen, easy listen, listen to this, this joke. It's a horrible listen, joke. It's fucking amazing. So she was like, all right. What's green and can dance? What? Elvis Parsley. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Elvis Parsley? Are you fucking kidding me? Elvis Parsley! So, if we're going to do that gay joke, let's do another one. It was beautiful. Uh, it was a great moment. It no, was beautiful. It, it was horrible, and I hope she got pregnant last night. 
Uh, mm. <laughs> she looked like what did she look like? Somebody said something to her. Uh, fucking what's her name? She's so famous. She plays herself. She was in American Horror Story. I've never seen she's that. She's the Lady Gaga. Not Lady Gaga. Fucking. Duh. She's got like wavy blonde hair. Uh, Taylor Swift. No. Chick from uh, fucking the 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 Pulp Fiction. What's her name? Uma Thurman. No, Ooh, my God, she's no, hot. she yeah. is. But no, she. Oh my God. Her a little bit, mm. but she's hot. I can't remember her name. I'm gonna remember it I later think, on think, in this podcast. I think two uh, two titty Tia's head just exploded, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's mm. that Elvis Parsley. Tell man. us this joke. Let's hear. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So this is uh. This is Caleb's joke. I need to first and foremost say that, but my girlfriend thinks it's the funniest joke ever written. So I think uh, I know which one this is. Uh, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, wait, no, wrong joke. I lied. Sorry. Why did the chicken cross the road? I know. <laughs> because! I know. He loves saying that fucking thing. That is the thing. dumbest fucking joke. <laughs> he said... Does it work with people, though? Has he used it? Oh, yeah, yeah, people laugh, but... So Caleb's very clean. He is. I'm very not clean, which I think is probably why we're friends. You asked that earlier. I think it's because we're opposite sides of the coin. Like, uh, I'm very dirty. Like, I always tell everybody, like, because uh, comedians are supposed to have clean sets and dirty sets because there's certain places that won't book you if you're not clean. Right. Uh, I always say I've got a solid one minute of clean. Mm. You know, like, I don't do clean material. It's just not me. And it's not because fuck gets a better laugh. That's not why. It's just that my material is dirty. I talk about porn and choking my girlfriend you know what i mean right. like it's it's all just good. not yeah all good stuff all good stuff absolutely yeah. absolutely but uh clean is harder in my opinion a lot of people will say it's easy to write a clean joke and make it dirty but i write all the time and maybe 10 percent of what i write comes out clean i feel like it translates over as well uh in the hip-hop community when writing music it's easier to have to talk about bitches hoes Things like that, uh, and not use curse words in your rhymes, right? right. You know what I'm saying. But sure. in order to write about things that are positive and uplifting, like that, that's a skill in and of itself to oh, be able 100%. to write clean. Uh, be that in comedy or be that in hip hop. The fuck is you laughing for? She's still it's laughing cute. at Elvis Parsley. I know she is. Is that what you're doing? It's just, it's just so funny. Can you go ahead. Uh, I, I don't know where we're at, but uh, I just that's I was just making the point that I, I like Caleb a lot, but we're just two different animals. <laughs> uh, and I think that's why we get along. Because right. you had asked me that question earlier. So I think that's why we get along too. Because yeah, I feel that like that you guys are a lot more. On, like he's I don't know what the correct word is. Urban. I don't know. I'm not PC. So. Urban. I'm not. He's got a big thing about saying that I'm PC. She's PC as fuck. I can't talk about anything. Well, I'm glad he that can... you're PC. It's good. There's not a problem with being woke, right? Because I'm woke. I don't have a problem with gays getting married or. Or uh, if you want to want me to call you they, whatever, I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with that. But I also think that you can't cancel my comedy just because you're not able to laugh at yourself. Right. Uh, I have a transgendered cousin who I love to Born as a he, now a she. Great. I have no problem. But I. But if I make a transgender joke, I know it's that over. she's going to laugh about it. I like that. But most people wouldn't. That's exactly what he... See, because this is my thing, right? You're woke, right? Because you're not not you in particular. I'm I not know. picking on you're you, just... too. But I'm saying you're woke, right? To the point where, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're aware that all this stuff fucks with people and sure. it possibly shouldn't. But I feel like there's another level of woke, like, to, to understand that, hey, it's a fucking joke. Come on. Right. I support you. I love you. It's all good. It's all in fun and games. Like, 
get the fuck out of your own way. You know life I mean? is life is hard enough without adding extra steps to make it more difficult. Right. right. I mean, you know, and the older you get, the more you'll see that. But I just feel like that that people uh, people want to reach for something to change the way their life that life is for them. Right. right? Like is if you like I said, if you uh, decide that you want to be uh, identify as asexual or something, that's up to you. I'm not going to judge you for that. But that's that doesn't mean I, my asexual joke shouldn't be laughed at just because you're asexual. We shouldn't have to change ourselves for others, right? right. Because I feel you have every right to change who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Right. But because I don't want to change certain things about myself, you know, I feel like I have that choice as well. Everybody has their own choice. And though for those who don't like it, with all due respect, fuck them. You know what fuck I mean? Em. It's just all about peace and coexisting in your own fucking lane. But see... You have your own lane, so stay the fuck in your lane. I'm going to live in my lane, right. and there's going to be absolutely no hatred in any way. You know, right. it's all love and peace regardless. So if I tell my transgender joke or my whatever the fuck joke, you know what I mean? It is what it is. If you Which get I up there, you, you, just, I, you just offended whatever the fuck's right there. If, if I genuinely think that you have good jokes. I think they're funny. I think I laugh at, I laugh at them. Yeah. I just think that some of the but things... But you also laugh at Elvis Parsley. <laughs> right, you're an easy sell. We've, we've went over that. Yeah. But my thing... Like, that, that is not funny, by the way. Elvis Parsley's not funny. won't ever be funny. <laughs> Elvis Parsley. That was a great joke. It was the best. Not my thing great. is, I just feel like we should be free to be free. We should be free humans and be able to live and exist yes. how we choose. You know what I mean? If you're being a hateful piece of shit and you genuinely mean it, like, then fuck you. But if, you, if you're doing it in a sense of like... As comedy, or well, to that's have a what good time that's what Caleb said is that you know like there are people that can get up on stage and everybody understands and that she, they know she's that this talking is about a, this is a the joke. The more experienced comedians, such as Bill Burr, will go out and do a set, and he can say whatever the fuck he wants, right. and with no repercussions. But, that, but okay, it's not that there's no repercussions; is that he's built that to that point, right? Right. So he's he's built his brand. They know what to expect to the point that Bill can can say anything, and I respect the fuck out of Bill. He's not one of my top tens, but I still love him. Right you now, I'm a, as you were saying earlier, I'm a, uh, I'm a student of comedy. Mm. I, uh, I love, I love pure comedy. I love dirty comedy. I love hood comedy. I mean, I just, I can respect it all. I can respect everything from Friends, which was considered comedy, but a lot of people don't think it's funny. So all, all the way to fucking, you know, Cat Williams. You know? Right. I, I can sit anywhere on that spectrum. Uh, you know, my favorite comedian that's out right now is a guy named Mark Norman. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with him I haven't or not. I have him out yet. Uh, Mark Norman is, uh, he's from New Orleans originally, but he's a, he's a New York comedian. Uh, and he's probably blown up in the last two, three years. Uh, he's open for Seinfeld and kind of made it big finally, you know, finally getting some recognition. Uh, but Mark is a joke, joke, joke guy. It's set up punchline, set up punchline, set up punchline. He's not so a storyteller. The, the quick and to the point. Yeah. He's not a storyteller. He's not Burt Kreischer, mm. if you're familiar with Burt. Yeah. You know, uh, Burt's a storyteller. Love Machine. Or the Love the machine. machine. Yeah, The Machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Burt's a storyteller. Uh, Joey Diaz is a storyteller. People that get on stage and can tell a five-minute long story, and you're going to laugh from beginning to end. Sophia Starr, who's going to be on your show in a few weeks, she's a storyteller. She, mm. she doesn't tell set up punchline. Um, and I think that both are funny and both are very difficult. It's just a matter of who you are. Right. I feel like that your comedy is storytelling comedy. I, I based on the things that I you've agree. Written. I just because I mean you see what I do here. I provide oral. I try I'm, to I'm do a little two. bit of both. I try to do setup punchline and I also try <laughs> to do stories. Right. How do you do that? What? How do you drink so much fucking Go ahead. water? Continue. Well, I, I just set up punchline is 
is uh, easier to do as far as it comes to the work. I write every day. I think you were, we were talking about this earlier. How do you do it? Yep. I write for an hour every day. Whether I've got the time or not, I stop. I'll, I'll fucking take my car to the park and just park and write. Uh, I'll wait till my, my girl falls asleep. Shout out to Katie. Love you, baby. Uh, and Aww. I need you to calm down, man. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll wait till she goes to bed and I'll sit in the living room and I'll turn on a podcast and I'll just write for an hour. Uh, because I think it's important just to get thoughts out of your head. Right. You know, because we're all dealing with shit all the time. And uh, if I put it on paper, so you never know what's going to come out of it. Uh, you know, my... Uh, my are, co- you, are you a pencil and paper writer or are you writing into your phone? Uh, no, just I curious. don't use my phone. I write oh, pen and paper. That's yeah, I've got I've got notebooks. I've, I saw you with the journal, yep. actually. Go yeah, ahead. I always carry a notebook with me. It's in my car right now. Because uh, you never know whenever something's going to hit you. Mm. I don't mind using the phone thing, but I'm not an iPhone guy. Mm. I'm an Android guy, so I don't have like, uh, what is Do it, Apple an Notes iPhone? or whatever it is. You have an iPhone and you're an Android guy? I'm an Android guy. guy. I'm an Android guy. Oh, wait, an hey, let me just guy. let me just let you know. We got Samsung Notes, baby. Oh, yeah, well, I got, that, cr- I got that cricket. Look like at all the notes that I've been taking over the past month. This is all the stuff that we've been Why doing. Why is that just all a grocery list? Because you that's how bitch. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's how uh, I write. Anyway, continue, man. <laughs> but, oh, I love you. You know I do. This is gross. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm just today. saying, like, uh, writing is is uh, that the heart of comedy. Right. Um, I know very few people that are comedians that don't write. To get up there and freestyle a set. Yeah, and I know two that are good that don't write. Do you know any local? Yeah, Sophia. Sophia doesn't write. Wow. I yeah, that's. A, yeah, she does not write. Period. Uh, I. Uh, and because I'm a writer, <coughs> I add tags to her jokes and give them to her, and she'll just throw it in. She'll just remember it and throw it in. That's incredible. You know, and that's the thing about Tulsa comedy. That's kind of what I was getting to earlier. Uh, it's a growing scene here. Mm. Uh, it, there used to be a real happening scene here, and then it really died off, from my understanding. Uh, and I'm pretty fresh to the Tulsa scene, but it's really blowing up right now, and we're all pretty tight. Comedy in general is uh, very clicky. You know, I mean, it's it's like high school all over again. You know, you've got your people who've been doing it a long time, staying in a group, and your people that uh, that are new, staying in a group, and you know, you your outsiders, the weird guys, you know, the Caleb's of the world. Shout out, I love. Shout out to Caleb. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, they're in a group, and and I just try to float, man. That's and that's kind of what I did in high school. I was I was a jock. I was a Christian. I was, you know, I was on the yearbook. I did everything. So I, I think that that's very important. Um, I'm the same. We've talked a little bit about it, man. To me, it's all about the unity. You know, 100%. being able to come together. You know what I mean? Regardless of the. I way. support. I support local arts. Mm. You know, I'll go to art shows. I'll go to hip hop shows. I'll go to concerts. I go to as many uh, shows, uh, comedy shows and open mics as I can get to. I was just at a great show last night at Bar 427 mm. uh, that uh, was put on by uh, Zach Ammon. And, uh, he has a podcast as well. Yeah, Zach and, got to check it and out, Devo. Shouts uh, out to them. Was that for the Dustin TNT? DeVore. No, not TNT. Uh, but they, uh, they're Soundstooth Network, whom I've talked to you about here in Tulsa, and they're good guys. And they're just trying to further everybody. You know, we had over there's over 100 people at that show. Mm. Um, this summer is going to get crazy, kids. You know, this is going to be like Summer of Love, 1969. Yeah. Like, there's going to be people fucking on sidewalks. Yes. There's going to be a lot of babies born next year. And, uh, it's going to be it's the gonna next be a party. boomer generation. It's going to be a great fucking party. And I want you guys to be part of this, too. But, uh, you know, I'm getting bookings for July. It's, it's barely April. I mean, that's, that's how crazy it's going to be. Um. You said something that uh, 
interested me earlier, right? Okay. You talked about that you write every day. Every day. I want to concentrate in on that a little bit, okay? Yeah. Because um, I feel like that shows kind of... You, you mentioned that you haven't been doing this long, and it's popping off, right? Yeah. Um, but you're an artist that's concentrating on your craft, that's honing your craft day in and day right. out, and I feel that that is a key thing. Not knocking anybody that maybe writes once a week or every now and you know what I mean? But right. there's, there's something to be said for that kind of discipline, to make sure you do it every day, you know what I mean? I think, uh, I think my uncle... Told me when I was pretty young. He was uh, he's no longer with us. He's a great guy. But he told me that uh, John John Lennon is attributed with this quote that uh, you can become an expert at anything if you put in ten thousand hours of work. Mm. So uh, I think that once I decided I wasn't going to work for anyone ever again, and I was just going to do my own thing, that I decided that I'm going to put in my ten thousand hours of work. You know, so uh, do I think I'll ever be perfect at comedy? No, nobody ever will be. So three, it's a constant process. It, every yeah, you're learning and you're growing every day. My comedy changes and evolves. I mean, I'm doing completely different stuff. I maybe have one holdover joke from when I started writing, you know, a year ago to now, uh, but it gets better. You know, that's. Right. So we've been putting on a lot of shows lately, and I've been getting booked a lot more. So I started out, I had you know. A solid 10 minute set mm. right so then once you're done with that 10 minutes i dropped it all i i keep it i mean Got i have it all but, but I, you but don't I'm not use doing that material anymore. anymore and i start on a brand new fresh 10 minutes so then whenever all said and done i can merge those two together and then i've got a 20 minute set i'm able to middle anywhere in the united states at that point if you can do 20 minutes that from beginning to end is funny then you can <coughs> you could get on any stage and in the United States and be a middle. You know, uh, to be a headliner, you've got to have 45 minutes to an hour, and it has to be a good 45 to an hour. So, you know, that's why you never hear about headliners that are two years in. Everybody that's a headliner is six years, 12 years. Mm. You know, there's people that have been doing this 30 years and still aren't headliners. So it's just about putting in the work, man, and I'm not I'm not lazy. I like that, though. Are you going to pass that? I didn't know you wanted to smoke with me. You just gotta, you just gotta ask me. She's been doing that the past couple interviews. I noticed she she roll a blunt and well, because not I mean, share it. I, okay. And the rappers are stick, <laughs> they luckily they bring their own weed a lot. But. Well, because I mean, there's been a couple of people that have been here and like they'll roll up their own weed and they'll they'll smoke their blunt and I'm like smoking mine and I have <clears throat> I have anxiety and so I don't like. Yeah. Like I have to, I'm like you got to ask me because if, if you don't ask me, I'm never gonna pass it. Cause I'm well, that's like, just called uh, being spoiled know, and not sharing. Are you I had a child? whole ass blunt at the comedy thing. Are you, you never asked child? for? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that makes a hundred percent sense. Then I get it now. She's Only children spoiled. don't share. She's spoiled I, here too. I feel. I feel like I'm spoiled here. I would yeah, well, they, yeah. They, we'll they, flip they, that around. They 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 they, I, they baby me, but we, we I try to baby her sometimes, but. Um, they do. Tell me what we have, man, to look forward to What's in the up? future. Oh, uh, not even not even just necessarily the shows that's coming, okay. but just within you, the growth within you. Well, what's to come? Uh, I'm just gonna keep working, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, wherever that leads me, that leads me. Uh, I have uh, I have a mentor in comedy who's uh, helping me, and we're out on the road together. And there's three of us, and we're family, and we take care of each other. Yes. A question. So I know that earlier you said that uh, you won't work for anybody anymore. Is is comedy all you do? That's all I do. That's, that's a big. That is a big question because that's something that we're looking to do in the future. Yeah. As I said, um, off air we talked a little bit about moving together as a unit, things like that, right. booking shows, things like, and just traveling, look, right. hitting the road. That that's 
what's to come though. That's some. That's a. That's a true. Rea- that's a reality that we right. gotta face as people. I have two sons. Uh, I know you have a been. you have a job and you have bills. Right. And, but right. there comes a point where it's like, you know what I mean? How bad do you want to see this grow? Right. And I feel <coughs> there's gonna come that time here pretty soon where it's like, fuck this. We gotta. We gotta so I'll get into this gently. I don't want to get too deep into it. But let's just say that I invested in Bitcoin very early. Hmm. And that I have a little bit of money. You did talk. I'm to not me rich, that. and uh, I I can't go out and buy a fucking. You're not gonna see me riding around in a new Cadillac. I live frugally, uh, but I'm in a bar every night of the week doing comedy. You know, and uh, so you know it's expensive to drink. You guys know this. It's, mm-hmm. I, mean, well, I know. Fucking this. sober Sally over here doesn't. But I drink every night. It's not. <laughs> I'll probably drink. But in our- I, I live I live fairly frugally. Okay, uh, and. I just, uh, I've set myself up in a way where I could have an entire year to build my comedy. And I'm six months into that year, and things are moving faster than I expected. That's beautiful. So uh, it is beautiful, but it's a lot of hard work. And uh, I feel like now, I work harder now than I did when I was working 50 hours a week, you know, doing retail and working for the man, if you will. But this is for something that, you know, ultimately within yourself matters. I'm doing this for me. Right. Yes. I'm not doing this for uh, for Joe CEO to make a right. billion dollars this Which year. Which I think is, it, it says wonders. You know what I mean? Because that, that's what I feel. Listen, man, if uh, I can make 30 grand a year doing comedy, I'm happy. Right. It's not a lot of money. But if I can make 30 grand a year doing comedy, I'm happy. That's your art, man. You're doing your yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, and uh, like I said, I'm really blessed to have a mentor that, that, uh, that cares about me and treats me like family. And is getting getting me bookings, uh, but but she doesn't give me bookings because of uh, because she's my friend. She gives me bookings because she thinks I'm funny, and we right. build each other up. And that's what that's what life's about. I think that's incredible. One hundred percent. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, if you want to go ahead and uh, talk about the shows coming up, we can go ahead and do that. Uh, I've got a show at four twenty mm-hmm. at Flower to the People in Wagner, Oklahoma, right on Main Street. It's outdoors. Uh, it'll be a bunch of food trucks. And this is vendors. your second uh, weed show, right? Uh, it's our second show for the dispensary, Flower to the People. Uh, the name of the place is uh, Bud's Lounge. It's on Main Street in Wagner. I can't remember the exact address. We've got a 420 show there. Uh, it's Like I said, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. It's outside. We've got a uh, May 1st show, uh, $15. You'll be able to buy your tickets on Eventbrite. There'll be a link in the uh, description of this. True indeed. Uh, and uh, $20 at the door, but it'll probably be sold out on Eventbrite, so if y'all want to come out, come out. Most or, or go watch Tia play football. Yeah. Either way, because I just want people to support it. I got tickets it. for that, too. And she hit up Tia. Instagram.com. Instagram.com. Talk to me about this last uh, uh, dispensary show. The last one we had? Yeah, tell us oh, about that. I was killer, man. Uh, I was really blessed. I just... I had a lot of friends and family come out to support, but it was a killer show. Uh, Sophia Star headlined for us and fucking just destroyed the goddamn house. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, it's a, it's one of the best rooms I've ever been in for comedy, and I've been in a lot of good places. Uh, we were also in the Grove uh, at the Grove in Lowell, Arkansas last week. It's another great uh, comedy venue. Shout out to the Grove. But uh, having. Having 60 people packed into a tight room, uh, everybody's uh, drinking and having a good time and smoking pot, which is nice that, you know, you can find a place to do that because it's not legal most places. But, uh, yeah, having them come out and 
and just laugh. I mean, what's better than a room full of people laughing? You know, everybody left with a smile on their face. Nobody's pissed off. Nobody got butt hurt. We just had fun. I think that's incredible, man. Yeah. I'm glad uh, things are moving for you, man. I'm, I'm very excited uh, to see what's to come. Wow. You understand? For you. And you too, man. You too. We appreciate it, man. We definitely uh, building over here. We're doing our best, you know, yeah. to stay I'm ready. I'm ready to see Tia smack some bitch. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I will. I will. I will. I know. I know if I keep going out on Saturday nights, it's going to happen. We're thinking about putting in the MMA. That'd be cool. So we're talking, with it. you know, for WADR, you know, starting up a whole fight there you team. Go. I think we're gonna. She's gonna be our main fighter. See you in the cage. Yep. Uh, also, I'd just be in the corner crying. Also, we're starting an OnlyFans. Uh, OnlyFans, where yeah, we will nice. do nude fights yeah. uh, with her versus other chicks. Nice. Uh, that's coming soon as well. The the winner eats a plate of chicken wings naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> For an extra fifty dollars, you can join. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You could eat the wings with her. Yeah. She, or she'll throw the bones at you for an extra twenty. Bucks. And tell you you ain't you ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. Spit just on talk you. shit about you. Yeah, it's fucking hot. Spit in your mouth. I like oh, that. Oh yeah. She loves that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure she does. She does. <laughs> Are you a fan of the 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 sharing of the the saliva? You like so? Here's the funny thing about that. Um... As I said, I was married for 12 years, right? So at, after 12 years, your sex life becomes a bit stagnant, mm-hmm. you know? I was maybe getting laid every couple months towards the end. Do you spit in her uh, mouth? But no, no, no. Nothing freaky Did with she spit with in your ex. mouth? No, no, nothing really. I mean, I mean, she was a squirter. Are so, you? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Are you spitting in mouths now? So, yes. <laughs> Go ahead I and tell your story. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, you dirty dog. Perfect. I guess this is one of my jokes, but I will do this bit for you guys because it's a true it's a true story. Let's go. So uh, the first time uh, that I laid down with my girlfriend to have sex with her for the very first time, uh, I was laying on my side looking at her and stroking her hair. <coughs> you know, being sweet like you are the first time. Mm. You know, and uh, she uh, she rolls over and looks at me and says, "Choke me." And I said, well, fuck it. I'm 40. I don't got any felonies. Let's give this shit a go. <laughs> so I uh, I put her in the Cobra clutch. And uh, she woke up two hours later with uh, cum all over her face. She was not happy. But I was ecstatic. <laughs> so, I like it. I like yeah, it. I mean, that's, that's an almost true story. Yeah. I like it. You know, I obviously didn't choke her out. But, yeah. So, yeah, let's just say I'm a little freakier now. I'll, I'll finger a butthole every now and again now. I've never done that in my life. Did I know you, your kids you, eat ass, you, right? Are yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, are see, you, I'm not an ass eater. Castro takes it to the extra level, though. That's right? a millennial thing. <laughs> Here's what's even worse, though. Like I said, Castro takes it to the extra level, right? I eat ass, and I get my ass ate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm foul. So you keep it clean. Yeah. I'm Okay. Yeah. You're washing your ass. You're prepared for an ass eating. I never am. Never. Hot day, sweaty. I'm oh, like, fuck. That's what makes it girls. nasty, though. That's what makes it fucking foul for me. That's what makes it good. Yeah, but... It's like, check this out. Yeah, but then like, she's going to want to make out with you later, and your breath is going to taste like your ass. I do make Her out breath. with them afterwards. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like but here's the thing. Ass. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it fucking... Degrading. Disgusting. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you dirty girl. Eat my yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, as a matter of fact... Eat my shit. As a matter of fact, I just lost all respect for you. I love it. It's okay. Yeah. With all due respect... I will never look at you the same again. No, you won't. So, with all due respect... Fuck yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's the first time that's happened on the show, so that's good. I'm glad we got that out. Uh, yeah, man. That's good. What what, what else? Uh, you plugged the 420 show. Uh, yeah, we got one. May 1st, like I said, uh, 
Tickets available through Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Just uh, look for Roscoe, the comedian, on Facebook. Or you can look me up by Ryan Chastain, C-H-A-S-T-I-N-E. Real name drop. We've gotta That's get, my real we got to get on your real Facebook because once once you guys get fucking famous, yeah, those, those, up, those, those are going to go up. Of, uh, you can only have 5,000 friends on Facebook, That's by the way. true. True statement. So I, I, was, I became friends with a guy the other night at uh, First Shop. Who had to delete people to add me on Facebook? Mm. He had that many people. I was like, Jesus! Like, either you just say yes to everybody, or or, or you're super super gay. Uh, <laughs> talk talk to me about this. Uh, you're familiar with Caleb Kemp, obviously. Yeah, yeah, uh, good, good. The name change. Explain that oh, to me. God. Let's talk about that because what? that was that was different from. There's a name change. Yeah, yeah. I can't Caleb remember Kim. what it was gonna what it is though because the, the name Zach is great. Or something Zane or something. Zach it's or, Zane. So Caleb, Caleb wants Caleb. to change his name, but I don't. It's kind of weird talking about this because it's not my name, but it's he's just changing his name because his father is a pedophile. Oh, and he doesn't want if he anything were to happen and he were to actually make it. I mean, it's unlikely because he's not that funny. I'm saying this right to you, Caleb, because I love you. Uh, you know I love you. I'm just I support you, Caleb. But uh, you, my brother. So you're gonna. T, you're not supposed to laugh so hard at that. It's a joke. Anyway, uh, his father, <laughs> his so father, cool. his father came out as a pedophile recently. Also, uh, Caleb and I have a roast battle coming up where we're going against each other. Really? Uh, where is this? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna pull out the phone. I for have this one. to because so I've okay. Uh, I'm a nerd for this shit, right? Yes. Okay. So, so, I've been okay. studying different branches of comedy and things like that, uh, but I've now found. What you brought up, which is, because I, I thought a roast was just where you roast one guy, but they have these things. Do you, I made you watch some of them. Oh my god! The fucking roast battles. You know I'm a hip hop artist, so I like do. the rap battles. But then, then now they got roast battles. Uh, yes. I saw it out there and hosted by what's his fucking name, the fat guy. Uh, well, he's not a host. He's a judge. It's in this weird little small comedy room here in New York. Uh, it was a roast battle. Yeah, and it, they have all kinds of different people. I mean, was it the roast master general? Was it Jeff Ross? No, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross is there sometimes. It's another f- fat guy. Spikes his hair. Wears gloves sometimes. Oh, oh, oh Jay. Uh, yeah, Jay. Uh, uh, Big Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Okerson. Yeah. Okerson. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I just recently found these fucking roast battles, and I'm fascinated. So now that I know that there's going to be one here in my city, I have to oh, see Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Actually, there's a couple coming up here in the city. I'm on both of them. Hold on. I'm looking at that minute. I got it posted. Uh, a few days ago, but I want to find it for you because I want to okay. talk about this. This is fun. I love roasting. Uh, you were talking. You were talking about writing. Okay, mm-hmm. I believe that roast jokes is the purest form of comedy. Uh, you are taking someone whom you know and may know and love, like Caleb and I are going against each other. I'm also going against uh, Peter Bedgood, who is a uh, a Tulsa legend. Mm. If you will, uh, he's a very, very funny guy. He's really, really sweet guy, but uh, I'm gonna tear him apart. I like it. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, Insult Attack uh, Roast Comedy Thursday, May sixth, eight o'clock at Renaissance Brewing Company, Twelfth and Lewis. Thursday, May sixth at eight o'clock. Come out to Insult Attack. I'll tell you who's on it. Peter Bedgood's on it. Joshua Gaines. I bel- I don't know if I know Joshua. Uh, myself, Roscoe, Caleb Kemp, Brandon Geisler, who's very funny, Zach Ammon, whom you guys know, he runs the mic on Tuesday nights at Reds, uh, Dustin DeVore, that's Devo, his okay. partner that does Sounds Tooth, uh, Chris Faulkner, Bo Orcutt, and 
uh, Brandon Kilo, who is coming from uh, Oklahoma City. He's a very cool guy. He runs an open mic in Oklahoma City on Thursdays at Kendall's. Okay. Uh, if you're in Oklahoma City listening, uh, really, really great guys. Uh, you got to have at least... I mean, I, I, you got to go in ready for murder. And I've told, I've talked to Peter, I've talked to Caleb, and I've told them both I'm trying to make you cry. Is this your first roast, roast battle? Uh, no, I did some whenever I was in Chicago. You're trying to make, dude, that's why I so, can't do roast battles. I can't it's, do that shit. It's about finding, if you were, so if I was Caleb, I would find my biggest insecurity. Right. And I'm looking for his deepest, darkest insecurity. So, you know, nothing's off limits in a roast, but it's it. all out of love. And you guys have to know how hard I work on writing this stuff. So, you know, this joke that I'm tearing you down in front of all of your friends and family, this is something I've been working my ass off on for months. I love preparing. it. I am excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make Caleb cry. I'm going to have to try to take off of work on that one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things on Postamania. And okay. it's like 80s wrestling themed. Like it. you come out to 80s wrestling music and it's all pumped up. Like it's very fun. Did I tell you I used to do professional wrestling? I went uh, to for it We everything. barely touched on it and I did as well. Really? In That's 1998 incredible. for OPW, Oklahoma Professional Wrestling. That's incredible. At uh, River Lanes. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool because I, I don't meet anybody else that uh, pro wrestling. I'm a big pro wrestling nerd. You know, uh, I, I used to be, and yeah. I was then. But once like uh, the Raw era ended, right. uh, I I was just at that perfect age where it ended the same time I quit watching wrestling. I don't watch it now. I have been to a few WCW events. My best friend Ryan Faith uh, loves Shouts. loves it. Yeah, we go to Smack. We went to SmackDown here in town mm. uh, before, right before they shut everything down, like That's February night of twenty. Next time I get you in here, I want to deep dive into your, your wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I just feel like that'd be That's fun. cool that you like wrestling. I do. I'm, I'm not, I don't currently watch uh, the newer shit. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I stay in who's the, the best? Who's your, who's your favorite wrestler uh, of all time? The best on the microphone is either The Rock or Chris Jericho. They're the, the best. Rock says know your role. They're the best with talking. Uh, as far as performers go... Uh, because because there's a dip, there's an it's an art to oh, both. Sure. You, know, you got you got got you guys that are just cold as fuck in the ring but can't talk, yeah. and you got your talkers and that have really basic move sets like The Rock. Yeah, uh, you know, which yeah. is fine. It got over, and yeah. that's what matters. But I loved The Rock when he was Rocky Maivia. Okay, in the beginning, so like at the very early, and everybody hated him. He was a heel yeah. whenever he started, and then he became such a heel that people loved him. Do you know what heel is? Heel's no. the bad guy in wrestling. So yeah, you have a good guy in a bag. You have a face and a heel. <laughs> Baby face and the heel. The only okay, yeah. The only reason why I ever watched wrestling is because my brother watched it. And yeah, but but the guys were hot, right? Hot. I mean, yeah. yeah. You like yeah. Randy my, Orton or whatever his name is. Ew, uh, no. He. I, I was, thought you I thought was he was literally, hot. Randy Orton's hot. He's okay. She was more into like Big Van Vader. No, mm. no. He came That's out attractive. to uh, call a personality. I can't remember his name. That's CM Punk. CM Punk. Oh, I yeah. love CM Punk and He's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman. Okay. Roman Reigns is just. He is just a sweaty. Mexican. That is all he is. <laughs> yeah, but he's like really, he's really, I love him. I loved him. I loved him. They've tried so hard to push him they as have. a face, and no one will accept Not him. I, I do. Think him. I think I a good heel it. turn would be okay, but here's my thing with him. Uh, it's funny, this is turning into wrestling talk. It I has. Um, but see, I also learned when I was <laughs> in school, is I mean, there's only a certain level of shit I can talk because he makes money doing what he no, does. No, no, no. It's, hold you on. Know, Once but, again, I'm a comedian. I get paid 
to make right. fun of things. Well, I'm just I'm just speaking knowledge. But uh, no, you what you're doing is you're trying to say I hate him, but he makes more money than me, so I respect. He him. can't. And I can talking t- on the mic is my favorite thing. Uh, obviously, that's what I I'm, I love talking. Uh, yeah, I, I like yeah, it's my shit. So if you if you're not if you can't, he's not a good mic. He can't talk on the mic, no. and then his shit his his in ring work isn't the best all the time. Roman Reigns. I, I always end up liking like. Uh, like old school hardcore guys, like uh, yeah. Dudley Boys. I'm a big Boys. fan of the early days I of liked... ECW. Oh yeah, absolutely. I watched that shit. New Jack. Yeah, New Jack was Come fucking on. crazy, fucking insane. Come on. He used to use a staple gun and staple. He used to take rocket appliances. He has charges for shanking people up in the fucking ring. Yeah, he's, you know been, he's been to jail like 16, 17 times. And for he's out every time. Stuff. Out every time. Which is a little crazy. Yeah, like he, he's literally nuts. His whole fucking head just looks like a it's scar. Scraped the fuck yeah. up. It's crazy. He, New Jack. He, yeah. He's cold. I would love to interview him. If I was still wrestling. I Terry would, Funk. Terry Funk was cold. Sabu was cold. Sabu. Uh, the go. Dudley boys were phenomenal on the mic and oh, in yeah. the ring, bro. Yeah. They were the badass to me. Bubba you Ray. Know? Yeah. That, they, were, they were fun. Yeah, yeah, the little those, guy, the little, the, little D, um, not Devon, uh, Spike, Spike Dudley. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker was crazy no. with his glasses and shit. Right. Yeah. Mm. Who were I, the? <sighs> go ahead. Who was the? Who was Hop the weird fucking um, like Doug Dynasty family that you was talking on. about the uh, Bray Wyatt? Yeah, boys. the Wyatt. Okay, yeah, the Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's the one that I sings, like, right? Is he the one that sings? He. That's. <sighs> he he says it in his songs and yeah, shit. I don't Long hair. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, I don't watch new wrestling, so that's what I'm saying. I don't that's know. all I know. You're exposing my nerdness. Well, I think though. if I'm correct, when we're doing this, isn't WrestleMania coming up? It yeah, is. it is. I it was. Is. I have a friend who's a pro wrestler out here now. He does Oklahoma pro wrestling. He wants to uh, start up a pro wrestling podcast under WADR. I'm talking about it, what's might his name? do it. Uh, his name. What's the guy? I don't know. What's the guy that hits you up in your inbox? Is it Tuck Davion? No. no. You guys need to talk to Tuck. Yeah. I'll get you connected with him. He's uh he does he's like a uh, a ring announcer and also does referee work. Okay. All over the Oklahoma area. He's won uh, announcer of the year like 7 years in a row at the awards. Okay. But he's here in town and he's a really great guy. For he, sure. Definitely. I'd love to he's very knowledgeable, is what I'm saying. You want to talk nerd wrestling talk? He's who you talk to. I'd love to sit down with him and just do a podcast. Uh, we don't... I, I can't... I don't know. She got so many people in her inbox. I was... No, I was just... I, like, I searched wrestling. She's like, so, dick, dick, No, dick, he, was, he dick. was hitting you up to get at you. Yeah, he was. Um, I don't remember his name because I... We've had him on the show. Um, oh, wow. I wasn't here. But here's the thing. I, uh... He's... He's a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like him personally, but you know what I mean? Every now and then we get these assholes that like to the, the, the get involved with the podcast that think they can shoot their shot. There's been a couple, of, time, a couple of people that have been, like, I mean, we've had, our, we've, had our, here for we've had our past together, and, like, it's been awkward then, and then when I... In a professional way, they get very upset about. For me, it's not right. that they're jumping into Titty's DMs. That's fine. She's a girl. Do your thing. But it's the manner in which you do. See, now that she's working with me in in my business, there's a certain way you.
knowledge is limited. Yeah, I, just want guys, guys, I feel like if you guys were to start up a wrestling podcast, you would have to get back into wrestling. I would love to get back into yeah, Like pre-2000, like, like if you want to talk about anything well, listen, in the listen, 90s. I just want to talk about you. what you can talk about. Yeah, WCW, yeah. when a WCW was really big, but even and then, Hogan was switching back and forth, and NWO. and Even then, uh, I want to talk about your NWA. time doing it. I want to talk to you about your stories and shit. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. Because uh, that's the main focus is you. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you wanted to plug, I think man? that's it, man. I don't need to plug nothing else. I just I appreciate you guys having me man, on. Man, we're happy it's to fun. have you, brother. It's a blessing. Um, comedy on the corner. Got the show on 420. Yep. Got, got the show roast. tomorrow night, but I know that uh, this will be out later. We do got the show tomorrow night. I'm live show coming up, kids. We're about to. We're going to body it, though, man. I'm big on manifestation. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, real quick, how you're doing a live show. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night at a comedy show. That's a big deal for you. You're, is this your first live? It is my first live. There you go. Uh, it's, I feel like I'm here for a historical moment. This is humongous to me, man. Yeah. Um, I told him at the beginning of this I would never get on the stage. She did tell me that. She tells me she won't do a lot of things. Well, it's funny because you're going to do that now. Right. I know. My favorite thing with that that You've got angle, a game coming up in two weeks. My favorite thing with that <laughs> angle when she tells Throw me... Up. I love... Having my friends do things a they thought they would never do and b the things they thought they couldn't do, you know what I'm right. saying? So I'm I'm big in the idea yeah. of turning her into the biggest personality I can. It yeah, well, life's scary, man. You got to get out there and try right. it. I mean, I've already made like that. I, I have. I you're have, young, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're young. You got you got shit me? to do, man. You got life to live. We're only at we're only at we're at a quarter right now. Yeah, you're good. But this is uh, this is incredibly big for me, man. Go back to. Uh, how long are you in this? How long are you in this? So, okay, yeah. He I, asked me this the other night. Can I get night. one of these? Another yes. one of these? Uh, since this, I know this is your interview, so with all due respect, you know what I mean? Yeah, with all due respect, I want to I want to know. So, okay, we'll take this back to when I first started podcasting. and this was back when I was with the mother of my kids. Uh, back in, I think, 2016, I started my very first podcast. That's pretty early. Called Living With My Wife, Batman, and Hip Hop, right? Uh, that was my Batman first show. Batman and Hip Hop. True like indeed. Uh, we covered comedy. I'm a huge nerd. Oh, dude, you know, I've sold comic books for years. I'm a big comic guy. I don't have them, any of them anymore. My baby mama took them. I sold know, all but mine. I sold all my discs. I want to. That's what's up. I can't yeah. knock it. Uh, I want to restart my collection. Like I said, I lost all of them to my baby mama. But, uh, oh, wow. I like fine. you even more now. You want it back. You want me back. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll eat an asshole and have your asshole licked, but you also collected comic books. So I you're did. back. I had comics. I had figures. <laughs> We're okay again. And so that was the whole theme for our first one. We talked about real life shit, kind of like we do here. Yeah. Uh, all of my podcasts have been the the influence for what I do here now. But in Living With My Wife, Batman and Hip Hop, we talked a little bit about uh, life shit. We covered movies, comic books, games, all of that. Oh, that's uh, cool and shit, we talked man. about hip hop because I was a rapper at the time. Like an MCU guy? Yeah, uh, I'm a DC dude, uh, to be right. to honest. Uh, DC, oh, yeah, you, what's called Batman? I guess that makes sense. DC has... Uh, Horrible movies. Oh, yeah! So I'm such a sucker for it, though, anything that they put out. But this goes all across the board with superhero shit. I think you're at the right age for Christian Bale Batman. Am I correct on that? Christian, Christian Bale was a thing. But Michael Keaton was probably He's my OG. favorite. I, I get that. But, but then, to me, Ben Affleck is Batman. Shouts out to the new DC. So basically, even people that like DC hate you. Yeah. Right. Because nobody thinks Ben Affleck was the best Batman. That's why I have a whole podcast with the motto, with all due respect, (laughs) I'm going to be myself. I love that. No, I love that. I mean, if you're honest, it'd be like, oh, yeah, well, Val Kilmer's my favorite Batman. I think he was amazing. No, not for real. He's horrible. Okay, I was going to (laughs) say, George Clooney was a good Bruce Wayne. I felt he was. Yeah, cool but George Bruce. Clooney had bad nipples. He did. 
But that suit without the nipples? What? That suit without had, the nipples? He had nipples on the suit. Check me out. That suit without the nipples and the Robin suit without would have been a cool suit. Did, did you read the damaged I didn't. Batman series? I don't think I did. Well, uh, they showed Batman's dick for the first time in the comics. Was it big? Uh, was it decent? He had yeah. a pretty good hog. Okay. He had sure. a pretty good hog for a white dude. Is that weird that that's... Yes. Is that weird that that's important to me? Like, I, Batman got to, like, pack No, I me. think... You know what I mean? I like, think that because Batman is Bruce Wayne, that he absolutely has, ha- to, has, to, he has, has to bring to the heat. Because fuck, fuck Bruce Wayne, am I right? Like, he's just a rich... Yeah, I'm sorry your parents died. Fuck you. You have billions of dollars. Quit bitching. But it's all an act. It's a gimmick. It's fake. I, listen, I love Batman. I do. I do love Batman, but I'm a Marvel guy through and through. But I just think... I like yeah. Marvel. Don't I think they've wrong. rebooted Batman so many times in the DC universe that I'm so sick of seeing somebody else every time. You know, stick with it. Like They stuck with Tony Stark for through like nine right. movies. I mean, as far as the films go, man, but when I talk about it... But if you want I'm to talk about the books, okay, I get the it. Books, DC has DC, better books. I just prefer the darker, darker. The darker. Because it's more relatable for me when your heroes are going through shit. Because right, you hate yourself. And, right, 100%. Exactly. When they're going through it, it's just more relatable, man. When they're going through addiction I'm sure the struggle. school shooters all loved DC. I'm 100% sure of that. Oh I feel like school shooters God. all thought they were Peter Parker. No, no, dude. Not at all. They did not think they were Peter Parker. I don't Parker. think that they thought. They come from that dark, brooding universe. I just had to take a shot back. But let me let me uh, bring <laughs> things back. Let me I just called you a school shooter. That was you fun. did. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I fit the bill for a school shooter. No, you don't. At all. My I just roommate, you a school shooter. My so roommate, fine. when you meet, if and when I, you meet I, him, I meet oh my fucking he God. fits the bill. Um, but let's take it back. You asked me, uh, just kind of, you know how this started to a degree because the show's coming up. Yeah. Like I said, man, I started this back in 2016, man. I did Living With My Wife, Batman, and Hip Hop Podcast. We were talking about that. Um, yeah. That's my job as host. He brought it back. Got to yeah. do that. That's why he doesn't smoke weed, ladies and gentlemen. 100%. Exactly it's good to stay sober sometimes. Uh, so I started mind. that show, man, and we did that. It was me and my boy, the black John Travolta himself, Frederick Miles, who also helped me start this the show. black John Travolta? True indeed. Oh, wow. He an ugly man. Uh, but uh, So we did that for a Is he good... also gay? No. No, no Travolta is. Travolta's for he's sure gay. He's, he's the black one, though. Oh, okay. I got so it, yeah. He so he just hits his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So you're the first comedian that's actively being a comedian on my show. Oh, so I'm sorry. I thought I was supposed to be funny. No, I love that. Do yeah. your thing. You're playing the. You're playing it up. I love it. <laughs> uh, so we did that show, man, and then he left. Uh, you know what I mean? Then I got a couple new hosts on that show. Then I started up a show called The Best of Men Podcast, and that's where we talked okay. about uh, just trying to become a better man, being Raising honest each with other yourself. Out. Look at you. Things like that. You know, I'm real big into self improvement and improving others. And you're, then you're hood and holy. I true love indeed, it. baby. True hood indeed. I'm gonna use that tag on one of oh, my just, jokes. 50 uh, 50, right? 50% hood, but I'll still. Just trying to be better. I'm situationally hood, man. I still love uh, Jesus. I got a joke about that as well. but anyway, I think I've heard your situationally I'm hood. I'm situationally gangster. Th- and I actually like that joke. I told you that was solid. Josiah Patrick helped me design something. Uh, Seeing Josiah, just quickly, once again, this is going to be a long ass podcast. That's Josiah fine. is. You're a, good as long as you're good. You know what I mean? We got the time. But. Josiah is a good friend of mine, and, uh, and I feel blessed to know him. And, you know, and you're talking about writers. Mm-hmm. Josiah is probably the best writer in town. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So then I feel extra honored because he came and helped me write out. Because I had the idea of my joke and I had it written out how I wanted it. And he was like, but you can do better. I love this premises. Let's let's work yeah. on it. And he said, right Josiah there. looks like he's like super hood. Yeah, you think But so? he's not. He's the smartest fucking guy you know. Super intelligent. Really yeah, sweet. super intelligent. Uh, and Buff. Yeah, I, 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 Josiah's a renaissance man. I, I love Josiah. He's uh, 
He hasn't been in this very long, but he but he's very 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 talented. He sat here with me for about what an hour thirty minutes after the podcast, right here on my whiteboard with his shoes off, fucking yeah. helping me write my whole joke. Josiah's family. He was booked for that show in Wagner, but broke his ankle playing basketball yeah. with white boys. We'll get him booked on. I told day. him, you know better than to play basketball with white boys. Makes no sense. Yeah, you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> But um, they're gonna cross you over and try to hang you on a cross. Why do you even do it? That's rough. That's rough. Uh, <laughs> back to it, man. Like I said, I did the best There's of men a podcast. Tiny bit of truth in there. And then after that, we did just a cast, and then I did the let's do an interview. So all of those were kind of core to build up what I do here on this show now. But like I said, I've been so doing you've done like a multitude of different podcasts a bunch with different of them. people. I've and been you've doing, been doing it, it since sixteen, and I think that's why I do it off my head now. You know what I mean? Because some of them back then I would prepare. This, Ten thousand uh, hours. I've done it for a while. There you go. See, look. To where we said something that stuck in Tia's head. True indeed. I'm super Good proud job. of it. Good job. Look at you. But I this listened. is a this show's a big deal for me, man. This is this has been my vision since back then. To I I've said I told my baby mama she left. I told my baby, hey, I'm gonna be talking in front of people. Eventually, I'm gonna get paid to talk in front of people. Eventually, yeah. people are gonna ask me, Castro, please come bring your podcast this is to their motherfucking shows. Now I'm not getting paid, but I got motherfucking not to boast or brag, but to be. Fully and uh, one with my manifestation and be proud of it. You know what I'm saying? The goddamn rappers hit me up. Please come do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting the privilege, privilege to come goddamn do a comedy show. You know, and it's just yeah, going to keep fun, building. Man. We building out here. It's healthy. It's about relationships. It is. Very much shout so. out to Austin. Yeah. From Austin in the Shouts. afternoon, 1069. He actually just guys. made us a little commercial and everything. Man. I know. He's, he's got, got like four names. He's got like four names. Yeah, well, you got his, to hear his it? middle name is Austin. It's kind of like me. So my name's Ryan Ross Chastine. I'm named after my grandfather, Roscoe. Uh, Great grandfather. You know, was uh, was on the uh, uh, on the north side in Missouri during World War II. Really? I mean, World War II, uh, during the Civil War. So he was, because you know Missouri was divided. Right. It was half half Confederate and half Union. And so my granddad, Roscoe, actually fought, a great-grandfather, sorry, fought for uh, the Union Army in Missouri during that. So that's who I'm named after, Ross, Roscoe. That's why I'm Roscoe on stage. But uh, you guys know me as Ryan as well. You know, it's, stage, Roscoe it's a persona. Um, I mean, I'm always me, but it's a persona. I'm a little cockier as Roscoe, I think. I like it. Yeah, he's a little cocky. I'm pretty cocky Castro. anyway, but yeah, why Castro? So my mother is a civil rights activist, right? Of um, course she is. So I, she is. Uh, yeah. So I grew up with her teaching me, giving me stories of Fidel Castro because uh, he's a freedom fighter of sorts. America's sure, going to sure, teach sure. you. No, 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 I know about Fidel. Mm-hmm. Fidel um, a, was an evil person as well. We he can't was forget also, that. He also which was. makes me wonder why you went by Castro because I don't find you evil at all. I think uh, you really. I have two guy. sides, and it's not necessarily that I'm evil. It's that I'm very uh, so. I'm here for my people. I'm here to fight for my people. But the moment you step and try to come into my circle or disrespect my people, I become that guy that's, sure. you know, you get the fuck out of it. Or there's also that part where you're working with me and I'm very this way. Do this, do this. And I just grew up around a lot of black people until I was 12, 13 years old and I moved to Bixby. Uh, <laughs> and I grew up. I grew up with, uh, with a lot of, lot of black friends. Right. And, uh, you know, like, even like, Something as harsh as the N-word, I don't think I really ever heard that until I got to Bixby, which is, it's not a surprise that they say the N-word in Bixby. It's a surprise that growing up out north, it wasn't really something that I heard. It just wasn't said? No, it just wasn't. And it was a different time. It was the 80s. I mean, I was born in 1980, so uh, I, I just never saw color. My mother uh, 
was had gay friends in 1985, you know, right at the wow. beginning of the AIDS epidemic, you know, and and uh, that's pretty fucking liberal for 1985 yeah. in Oklahoma, yeah. you know, to have gay friends and hang out with them and be friends with them. I remember guys named Patton Frosty. One of them died from AIDS whenever I was young. So, you know, these are, it's, I grew up with a pretty liberal mother who came from a very conservative family. Mm. My grand, her dad was a Southern Baptist preacher who drank Jack Daniels and beat his wife. You know, it's a pretty typical story from people. My grandmother got married at 14. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. I would, I didn't want to get married at 29 and she got married at 14. I don't know if I'm getting married. Had 12 kids. Listen, man, marriage isn't a bad thing. And uh, even though I had a cheating whore, slut of a wife, uh, marriage isn't bad. You know, it's really not. You find the right person, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. And I know that some people say you don't have to have that certificate. You know, like, why does that have to be on paper? What, what does the government have to do with my happiness? Mm. But uh, some people come from a traditional family where that's just what you do. Right. You know, and so I don't know. I'll probably marry my woman. I love her. She knows I like that. that. I've told her that. You're very interesting, man. I, I like that. There's, there's many layers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy that a lot. Like a oh, really like fat onions. onion. Yeah. Really yeah. fat onion. I like that a lot. Uh, my, if I get married, I'm trying to have like five divorces. Uh, All right. You know what I mean? You I like feel like Liz Taylor <laughs> or Tulsa. I want to be like Ric Flair, man. You know what I mean? Oh, you got that Ric Flair drip. Woo! I want to be like Ric Flair, baby. Five, five divorces. I fucking love that song, by the way. It's cold. It yeah, was good. It is. Just to hear a pro wrestler, pro wrestler's name in a track too, had me hype, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's where the name Castro comes from, man. Uh, it, because I was a rapper, you know what I'm saying. I wanted to. Uh, yeah, it's a good name. They were gonna make people aren't me gonna out. forget you because your right. name is, is is Castro. I always like people so, don't forget Roscoe either. It's a uh, what's it called too? It's an acronym as well. Castro. That was C A dollar sign T R O. And it's not how I spell it anymore. And now it's just Castro, but it's standing for collect all money, tribulation rough, but overcome. Meaning always get paid, and no matter the struggle, rise wow. up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah, it's like layers, smooth. man. It's, it's levels to this shit. You know what I mean? But fucking hippie hood, like fucking I love cream it. cheese on a bagel. And that's how I always viewed it, though, man. With the name Castro, is the world's gonna view me as the bad guy, but really I'm gonna be the dude to try to free my people. That's, man, that's life's, what life's like. I said life's hard, so anytime you give people a hand up, I'm not much for handouts. I'm not just gonna like. Uh, I'm not just going to scratch your back right. just because it itches. You know what I mean? I like that. The work for it. Earn it. Yeah. Show me. Yeah, I mean, we're all, we all help each other or, or I don't help you. Mm. So it's pretty simple. I love that. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, you do something for me, I'll do something for you. You do something for me and uh, I'll do something to help Joe Bob, your buddy, or something. Right. You know, it doesn't always have to go one for one, but My just as long as you lift the people up. As long as we're operating out of love, that's very important to me, man. Your heart's genuine. That's who I like to work. I like to work yeah, with genuine. people whose heart's are genuine. Uh, Tia Stone, she got real quiet the second half of the podcast. She's talking about wrestling and. Well, because I didn't know anything about wrestling. She did really good. Uh, She's doing really good lately, man. For the beginning 70 episodes. (laughs) Wow. uh, Put a number on it. No, no, actually, after she's done hella episodes where she was just the camera girl. She's supposed to be my co host, but she was so busy. Yeah, but photos she couldn't ever talk. But now I've gotten to the like point today, where I know I don't need to take fifty fucking photos. Right. You guys are gonna be fine with any photos I take, right? Um, yeah. Today, as I'm, long as they're not blurry. Today, I'm very impressed with the way she. Uh, asked. Her I first question she you. asked, we had That's a guy. Too. We are friends. We had a guy on the show just a while back. You're friends with a comedian out here. You're doing big things. Yeah, we're friends. I like you. Um, <laughs> fuck yeah. We had a, a show we did a while back. I forgot who we were sitting with, but she asked him, uh, "Was what's your favorite color?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is like the most basic bitch right. question. Right. And I'm like, that's not how we do interviews, okay? Yeah, yeah. I already hate 
Uh, I, don't I, mean, think I, I don't think I ever asked anybody cl- what their favorite color is because there was one day we were sitting down like writing out questions because he's like, I really want to have questions for this podcast. And I was like, why? I'm always on my ass about you getting never structured. Do. You know and, and like, it's and, my biggest critique on I mean, we, we, since, since we have started moving things forward, we have gotten very structured and how we do things now. Right. It's getting to the point where it's getting easier to just do it now. But in any case, and we were writing down questions and he was like, he's like, give me a question. And I was like, um, I don't know. Like, what's your favorite color? And he was like, no, we're not doing that. that. But there was an interview. I think you, it was with Buddy Rodriguez. You asked a question. Who's Buddy Rodriguez? So Buddy Rodriguez runs Saturday Night Slaps on 91.1 FM. Okay. Uh, he's also a, a local Tulsa actor. So who's hip-hop DJ. Hip-hop DJ, actor. Who he acts in, uh, he's also used to be a stand-up comedian okay. out here. He, he acts in this show on Tubi TV called Blurds, which is shot out here in Tulsa. Really dope. It's about black nerds. You should check it out. I've heard of that. Yeah. He's in it. Uh, man, fucking, I'm just so, like, from my position, yeah. being the podcast guy, you know what I'm saying? I get to sit and just see all of you awesome fucking people oh, doing man, what you on, do. Man. We're no different than you. It, I mean, people. this I... is true, but you guys are just doing, I'm just so happy to see. Because before I did, did this pod, this go around with the podcast, man, I, I didn't know that we had this much talent, this much, just I mean, not even just talent, just such great people. I yeah, just there's doing, a lot of love in Tulsa. Um, and we're doing just incredible you know, things. This man. is a stop on my journey. I don't think, you know, some people may be content to live in Tulsa their whole life, right. and I'm not. Yeah. I know I'm not. Uh, I don't plan on it. I've been here for, <laughs> I mean, I've been here for 35 years. I mean, mm. you know, that's a long time. Been here for twenty six. I've lived in North Dakota and I lived in like Chicago for a little bit, uh, but uh, I think I'm on my way to Austin, yeah. which is the heart of comedy right now. I'm sure you know. You know, Joe Rogan moved down there, mm. and there's new clubs. And Joe Rogan lives there. Yeah, in Austin, he moved from L. A. to Austin. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and a lot of other comedians are moving there as well. I believe I heard Tom Segura is moving there mm. with his wife, Christina Brzezinski. I haven't caught any of his sets yet. Have you seen your mom's house? Have you ever listened to that podcast? Uh, well, it's a great podcast. I'll, I'll, look, yeah. I'll look into it. We'll continue. Yeah. But uh, I just, Austin's where the growing comedy scene is, so that's where I'm going. That's uh, dope. I had a friend that went down there uh, a few weeks back and had a show in Austin, and then afterwards they were like, well, you know, there's, there's mics every night there. Uh, and he's like, oh, there's you know four open mics tonight. You guys want to go hit one? So they went and got, and there was uh, 75 people on the list. Now, you guys have been to an open mic here in town. You know, we usually max out. We won't do any more than 12 generally. Right. So you can imagine 75 people. They're doing, getting all those people. They're doing three-minute sets. You know, there's no way that they're getting any more than three minutes. And it's just like a fucking conveyor belt. So that's why I say, you know, you've got to – You've got to be middling somewhere to be able to go to Austin and get on stage. Mm. And that's why I say that I'm working to get there. I like it. Yeah, because I don't want to be an open mic guy in Austin because everybody's doing that. Right. Uh, competing with 75 people for, you know, four or five slots on a show, uh, it's, it's tough work. It's difficult. Yeah, you got to kill. Yeah. But I'm a writer more than I am a comedian, so that's to go to Austin and write in Austin, man. I think that's a big move. Uh, I'm here for it, man. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? But uh, most definitely, man. Yeah, I'm excited to just see what's in store, what's to come with you, man. I'm excited to build with you, to grow with you, you know what I mean, while you're here with us or yeah. wherever the fuck that ends up, whatever. We don't plan on staying here either, you know what I mean? But, no. Uh, no. I like Tulsa. Like I said, it's, it's not a bad town. There's I'm just other places I need to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really got to go to New York. And I'll tell you, since I've uh, been with Katie, I've seen a different side of Tulsa that I wasn't really a part of as much. 
And uh, that's kind of like the uh, more upscale Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm from definitely from the hood side of things, you know. One of my Dollar Generals was 11th and Garnett. Like, my number one uh, customers were prostitutes and homeless people. Right. You know, I I come from a different side of town. Uh, But I've been going Brooks. I live on Brookside now, so... Mm. hitting these places on Brooks mm-hmm. I'm downtown every night and you know you know downtown's hipster you yeah. guys know that I mean it is now fuck we have a we have a comedy class that we go to on Saturdays at a hipster fucking coffee we do bar. it's very fucking dude, hipster dude yeah. whenever we were down there last was last night I wanna go ahead but I wanna yeah. tell the story uh, about uh, Caleb trying to fucking tell the joke to the people behind us oh yeah yeah oh, um yeah. Uh, uh, whenever I went downtown last night and I was like standing out there ow I was looking at everybody I was like walking around downtown, and it, I was just like, "This is a crazy different group of people." The nice thing about downtown Tulsa, though, on a Saturday night, is there's all types of people out. There, uh, there's, you know, there's North Side people. There's fucking people from Jinx. It's a mixture. You see all like the preppies, but it's so funny watching them because they're like, uh, they're like flocks of birds when they're coming down the street. There's like <laughs> groups of like ten of them, and they stay real tight together. And they kind of weave in and out of the traffic as they're walking. Yeah. You know, and the, the black people do it, too. The black people stay in a big group. Uh, or you'll see the group of all white dudes with one <laughs> black guy because they have their token black guy. They're, right. like, they're like, don't beat us up, black guys. We have this guy with us. Yeah, right. We all know Maurice. You know? We all know Maurice. Wow. We told him if he came out, we'd buy his beer. Come on, Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> Wear a polo shirt so you don't look weird. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a mixture of people out there right now. It's a melting pot. It's a, there was so many people there. Yeah, downtown gets crazy on Saturday night, especially now. I Everybody's been... getting vaccinated. People are out. Yeah. No it's one's dope. wearing a mask. Oh, so another thing that happened last night. Hold on, let me tell my little... Li- oh, oh, yeah. yeah. talking about Caleb at the Route 66 so comedy at, class. Yeah, we were at the Route 66 comedy class uh, yesterday over there at... Uh, oh, yeah. What's it called? What's the coffee shop? Uh, fucking Foolish Things. Foolish Things Coffee Shop. We're all outside, right, working on jokes and all of that. Uh, one of the people had a... Actually, was that... That was you that had the... Was it the no, it wasn't me. It, it was, was you uh, because was you were Drunk Uncle about... Shane. Okay, Drunk Uncle Shane. She came up with some idea about a joke. Because we were talking about Poon Pit. And then they were talking about Poon Pal. PayPal, which turned into Poon Pal. Right. And then Caleb thought it would be funnier if it was Poon Pal like a pen pal. Right. Which is not funny. I, <laughs> it could be funny. I, I mean, It was funny he, in 1952. After he explained it, I thought it was kind of funny. Like, you, know like you mean? wouldn't even laugh at that if your pastor told you that at church. But I definitely like Poon Pal like PayPal. But I think I'm just biased because no, but Castro I, I 100% came agree. up with that. Poon Pal, it's a PayPal thing you pay with pussy. Right. Yeah. Because you women know that, that you use your pussy to buy things. How many times do you women go out and eat dinner on your pussy? Mm, it happens all the time. Too. You want to bring it? You want to talk about it? I mean, what? this is this is I why mean, these a, jokes are good. Thing. This is why it's she's laughing <laughs> because a woman gets it. Uh, it's a better joke for a woman to do on stage than mm. a man because she would kill with it. That'd be fire. I would crush it, but she would kill with it. But anyway, uh, that's what I would. We about. thought it was a good idea. Caleb Kemp stood up uh, to the to the the innocents behind us. Yeah, uh, it was a really cute yeah, couple. Just, Shouts just, out to yeah, them. Probably on a date. Hipsters. Yeah. yeah, just enjoying a date, drinking their coffee, and he he, and he presents his joke. She, she needed something to drink to wash down the morning after pill. Right. And so she got some coffee. <laughs> she probably paid for with it with her, her pussy. Yeah, yeah, and she paid for that with her pussy. Pussy pal, pay pal, yeah. or poom pal. Poom pal. Pussy pal, Anyway, pay pal, he, uh, pal. <laughs> he started up to ask them if they, if they thought that... 
poon pal like a pen pal was funny. Right. To and which it, she said, No. Eh. <laughs> and then we explained the idea of the poon pal like paper on there like and they like that one a little it's better. It's better. Yeah. Uh, she, she still didn't like either it. of them. <laughs> but the problem is is that that was Shane's idea. But it wasn't his idea because that's not what he was talking about. He just right. took that idea off the table because we started saying Poon Pal. But uh, I think it, I think there's a great joke there. I think there is, but now it's his, which is important. Do you think? Have you seen? Joke Uncle Shane doesn't ever. He's. Have you if seen he gets sets? on stage and says something about it in the next month, it's after that it's open game if he doesn't say anything about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> because I might use it. But uh, did have you seen any of his sets? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk to me about them? I haven't seen him. He's a very uh, uh, different. Uncle Shane? Uh, yeah, he's a very unique guy. I'll say this about Uncle Shane. He's a good Christian guy, and he likes everybody, and he's he just likes to drink, and he likes to have a microphone in his hand. And uh, he's not trying to tell jokes. He just gets up there and, what's, what's up, guys? How you doing? He'll tell a story. And it's fine. Uh, I like him a lot. I think he's a nice guy. He's, he's very different. different. Yeah, he's very different, too. Very sweet, very different. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And you guys know Joe Miller. She was there. Yeah, Joe Miller. She I, that was first kills time I got it, and also doesn't really write. Really, but would really kill if she did write. I just met her yesterday. Uh, what I liked about her in my one meeting is her attitude. Um, She's a great person. Not even that she delivered. Uh, she she didn't even speak much, but you can feel that woman's demeanor when she's around. You can feel who she is. Yeah, you know she's my little sister, man. I and I think she's twenty three. Yeah, uh, so young and. Uh, Really could do something with comedy, but she has to want to do it, and she knows that. Right. She but seemed really cool. She's got a I good like job, it. and she's a good person, and I wish her the best. I'm gonna have to catch some of her work too, man. Yeah, I got so her on my show guys. in Wagner. Yeah. And uh, she killed. There's uh, so many of you guys whose sets I still need to see. I got to get out. There's here, not man. a lot of funny women on the scene, but Joe and Sophia. <laughs> They're called uh, Sandra Slade is really funny as well. You know, Sandra. I've heard Sandra's name. Sandra does podcast too. She's fucking funny as shit. Sophia called me out uh, at Hunt Club uh, because I've been a dick pic sender before this has happened. I've done it. It's a thing. It was a dumb oh, mistake. Yeah, she was a great dick pic. Shout out to Titty Tia. Oh. Uh, I was like, you sent Sophia a dick no, pic? No. No, but there's another. I was like, Jesus. It We're not going to get into that. But here's Ballsy the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Bold. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, we're sitting there, and she's just riffing, doing her thing. And she's like, the fuck's the point? What's up with dick pics? And she didn't know me for shit, but like she just pointed at you. She's like, I bet you look like the dick, dick pic guy, and I'm not gonna back from it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Fucking I didn't even me. know she was talking to you. It was the the barrier in D's head, and all I, was like, I hear is her cracking the fuck up after that. <laughs> she was like, yes, tell that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I learned my lesson. Uh, <laughs> I learned my lesson. There's a guy in town named Alex that does a great dick pic joke. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, you should have Alex on here sometime. If you can, uh, maybe. Give me his name or connect me yeah. with him. Do you know J Dab? I've seen J Dab. When I first met Caleb, was at the press club. Press. We something. met Caleb at. Oh, you press, went to the press club, the press club show? show? Yeah, that was with. Beck. Shout out to Becky. She is the director of the of the press club. That is Devo's Doctor Devo's girlfriend. Becky. Okay, that's where I first met Josiah Caleb. Because uh, so. we went with a friend named Ali Shea, who's a comedian out of Chicago. I know the name Ali Shea. She does get uh, because we do rap shows. She, does, she we, does the open mic at Fur. We do we host rap shows over there uh, at Juice Maker sometimes, and uh, she does our intermission. Okay. You know, what I'm saying she'll get up, she'll get up. That's where I got this thing that I keep doing, holding up a microphone. Yeah, you got you got to get used to it, man. I I don't know why, but I stole that from her because she used to do it. So I started off doing it, making fun of her, and right, now like I, I keep doing it. I look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> 
You got to see some of her work, though. That was, that's cool. the toughest thing at first, good, man. Yeah. When you get on the mic, is, is learning how to hold a mic. Yeah. No, number one rule of stand-up comedy. When you get up there, you move the... Uh, you mind? I'm out. Oh, fuck. I got more in the car. It's all great. Uh, whenever you first start doing comedy, the first thing you do is you take the mic and you move the mic stand. That's number that's one. That's the number one mistake everybody makes. They leave the fucking mic stand up there the whole time. They try to talk into the mic. Because you got to hold that mic directly under your fucking mouth. I mean, I literally touch my chin with it whenever I'm talking. Castro has a really bad habit of covering. That's when I'm rap hosting, though. Like, I'm holding it. Hey, yo. The whole thing, which doesn't do anything but make you sound like shit. How very black of you, Castro. Right. It's because I'm in the rap mode. You know what I mean? I'm doing my thing. I'm up there. Hey, yo, yo, yo. It's your man. I'll be like, like, move your hand down. (laughs) Like, please. Hold it like you do your dick. Because you don't ever grab your dick by the head. No. So hold, so hold the mic like you do your dick. I mean, like when I jerk though, That's like a joke there. I should. I used to like. I used to do the up and down stroke motion, stroke motion, but now like I kind of just rub the top. Rub the top. Rub yeah. the top till it pops. Yeah, but I'm talking about like when you piss, when you grab your dick to piss, you don't grab the head of your dick. <laughs> if you weird. do, you're weird. If you're you're like, a weird dude that grabs the head of your dick, and I don't want to be your friend anymore. Right. But, it's odd. Yeah. It's like the guy. You remember there was always that kid in school? If you ever saw anybody peeing and holding the head of their dick, I expect you to take out your camera and record that. You walk into Caleb. Well, it's like you guys remember whenever you were in like grade school and you had that weird kid in school who you walk into the bathroom and he drops his pants, his pants all the way down. Like, you know, you'd see his ass. You're like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Why has no one teach, taught this kid how to pee? So, yeah, it's like that. I did that one night at uh, Majestic. Just dropped him? You touched, you held the tip of your dick? No, 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 I dropped my pants completely to take a piss at the urinal at a gay club. How'd that go? Ballsy. Uh, it was very funny. It went over very well. I got lots of laughs. I've been to Majestic. I, uh, I love it. We go every Friday night, come see us. No. I sold some things in Majestic a long time ago. <laughs> I sold some things. I did. I did. <laughs> Statute of limitations isn't up. It I is. won't say what. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. What are you going to do if you walk in one day, you and Caleb Kemp are on tour, you walk in and you just happen to glance and he's holding the head of his dick. <laughs> Caleb definitely holds the head of his dick. What, we, what are you going to do? sure a, hold, a head holder. He's yeah. a head holder. It's something about Christianity and something, I don't know. So like Jesus, it's how Jesus held his dick, probably, by right. the head. It's the, the holy holes way. In his hand. You, know, you know what's great about Jesus? Tell me. He's not real. Mm. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I feel the same way, <coughs> you know what I mean? I'm very open It's just to so funny. It's just so funny. I believe there's something up there. I, mean, I, I think you're crazy if you don't think there's something. Like, how are we just happen to be in the middle the of The only everywhere? ones here. Yeah. The only ones here. There's, there's something. I don't know what it is. You talking about, like, other life forms, like, uh... Well, yeah, there's aliens. That's a different, that's a different conversation. Okay. But I, 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 I think there's a god of sorts. Something that you, we would consider a god because it made us. I don't know. I got some weird beliefs. Female, though. Most so. definitely. I don't know if there's a gender to it. Period. I think maybe it's male and female. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? An Whatever. It. An it. But I, I also believe like, like in that Star it. Trek movie where they go to the edge of the universe and meet God. I believe God is the universe, and then the universe is within us, which in turn. So when we're, we're talking about we're, universe, we're talking about just the galaxy oh, that we're, we're talking about. Milky Way galaxy, everything, the entire. Because you're aware, like how many galaxies? There but are? I feel like it breaks down to a, a different level. I got this guy, quantum guy, that will come and talk. To, like, talk about how big he's a quantum, like, He's a t- quantum physicist. So he, he breaks things wow. down to, like, yeah. all these weird different molly. And it, it just makes me feel like, I don't know, because low-key we're connected to the universe, man. And we're all stardust. Can, we're all made of stars. Right. 
which just makes and it brings into the power it goes in I'm not explaining this good I'm slaughtering this it goes into like the power no, I mean I get what you're saying you know what I mean but I don't know this is an expansive conversation it is this I is mean, another hour this expand this expands like the universe I mean uh, there's a lot to it though you know what I mean? I'm not knocking the idea of there being a a being or whatever the fuck is a, so, a something. I'm not knocking that. I'm not not. I'm but I'm open to whatever. I, uh, my best friend's a Buddhist. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Buddhists have yeah. Some, <laughs> Buddhists have some very uh, uh, deep beliefs yeah. that are a lot deeper than Christianity. Christianity is a uh, a book of Jewish fairy tales. Mm, and, and it's uh, it's been passed down to all of us. And I'm not. Knocking Christianity. I mean, I I grew up in the church, you know. Like, I don't have a problem with Christianity, but it's a it's a book of stories about people that should make you be better. See, I got some. We all have to work to be better, uh, be a good person, regardless of your religion. It's not about religion. It's just about yeah. be who you are. Mm. I give a fuck about what you are. I have Muslim friends and Christian friends, and like I said, Buddhist friends. Uh, it doesn't matter what your religion is or what you know what your parents told you to believe because that's generally what it is or your grandparents told you to believe. It's just about being a good to your neighbor. And that's the key to all of it, man. It's yeah. just existing peacefully. You know what I'm saying? You do that's you. one. Honey, we talked about it earlier, man. Yeah. Staying in your lane and respecting the other lane. You don't want to swerve over it except unless you're Tia driving and then she's always trying to hit somebody okay, else. Okay, literally right? he can't drive straight and he ran a red light. Well, you guys day. heard that Marvel's doing uh, new two, two new movies. It's going to have a, a Asian woman uh, it's a superhero, high. and then uh, Captain or Miss Marvel is a uh, Islamic woman. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they both fly and everything, but uh, you know they can't drive. I like that. <laughs> I like Asian women, though. No, because they're women. Right, I got it. And, no, but the <laughs> you got the Asian thing in there too. But uh, I like Asian women. Of course you do. You know I how mean. awful it is to go to a Chinese restaurant. Oh my with him? god, bro! Even the old ones. I'm yeah. Just, He's. because they don't really age. It's like uh, black hot. don't crack. But see, it's Latino women and Asian women to me are like the fucking hottest breed of woman. I like me Latinos the, got too much fire. Latinas have too much oh, fire. I'm talking, person, I'm talking about physical look, not person. I get that. I get what you're talking physical about. Physical look. And some I'm, of those Islamic women as well are fucking gorgeous. You ever seen a fucking Arabic woman? Well, I've seen their veils. <laughs> some of those women, have you ever seen them without? Like, they're fucking I have. They're oh, yeah, bad. Yes. They uh, are a lot of people. A lot of people on that side of the world are very, are very hair suet, which means hair, you know, they're hairy. Women. They have the fucking hairy, hairy arms. arms hairy, yeah. hairy backs. They do. Uh, and I'm not judging anybody, but that's just not my thing. I think I can get into it, like, fucking pull it like a mane. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah, you, you know they have Bush, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I like Bush, too. I'm, I'm open to Bush. Lil I, Wayne... I have a friend who's really into Bush, too. Lil Wayne once spoke these wise words. Oh, he yeah. said... Yeah, um, Lil Wayne is where I go for my life Lil advice. Wayne once said... Yeah. Um, guy with face tattoos. Put hey, that... Hey, wait a minute. He's, Lil Wayne once said... She said, sorry I didn't shave. She... Uh, my pussy's... So my pussy's a little furry. Lil Wayne said, put that pussy in my face. I ain't got no worries. <laughs> in, the, in the great words of, yeah, of the, Lil Wayne. Dwayne Michael Carter. <laughs> That's pretty Shouts. good. Yeah, sorry. Well, but I'm just, I'm not into hairy women. I, I, get the, I get the Asian women thing. And I think that has to do with petiteness and uh, maybe like a, like a geisha thing. Yeah. yeah I got a thing for skin color, like melanin, though. Like the melanin in it, it's just fucking a brown. Yeah, but this is your civil rights mother. 
built into Is that you. what you think it is? I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm fucked from an early age. I mean, Freud had us all right. We all just want to fuck our mothers. Uh, just not, they just don't want it to look like her. I'm not high five. T, didn't dude. you say you act like my mother? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what Freud said. And I, I don't think he's wrong. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that you're worth. If you grew up with a mother that was strong, right, mm. and uh, may, especially I think people that come from divorced families, uh, you look for someone who's just like your mother, you know, that's uh, that treats you the way your mother treated you, and I think that's what we, we as men all want. Um, I know a lot of guys that think that everybody cheats, and they may be even the one doing the cheating, but it's about uh, respect. Mm. That's mm. all marriage is. It's a respect thing. Like, I'm not a cheater. I've never been a cheater, but... Uh, uh, I've been cheated on, cheated on, and it hurts. So just don't cheat on people. What well, hurts the most? Freud, Freud, bro, telling you it's Freud. Talk to me a little bit about the respect. Uh, explain that. Uh, respect for women, or and just in general? Oh, like uh, like being married is not respect. I mean, it is. It's uh, whenever you marry someone, you're just uh, you're you're combining two incomes. Mm. You're taking care of the other person in an emotional, physical, uh, and more importantly, like a spiritual way. You know, taking care of what they need for their soul. Whatever makes them happy. That goes to that love languages thing. You guys have heard yeah. of this. Uh, you know, uh, you just got to find somebody who whose love language you speak. So, okay. you know, some people are into physical touch. It's about sex. It's about that. Some I people are into uh, gifts, gift, getting gifts and shit. You know, I mean, it's all different. Affirmation, I think, is one of them where you just need to hear. I love, love you love languages. all day. But I think, you know, I do that every I make sure that. My girl knows that I love her and that I think she's beautiful every day. And I think it's super important for women to hear that. I think that's good. I'm a gentleman too, though. I open doors. I, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I, that's the way I was raised. You just treat everybody with respect. So I like that. Yeah, it freaks women out if you open doors and shit for them because nobody does that shit anymore. Mm. Yeah. And, and uh, I always do that. And I do it for other people too, not just Katie, but women because that's how I was raised. I like that though. No. It's about how you treat people, man. You know, we talk about this. With all due respect, mm. everybody gets respect. I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. Uh, That's a wrap right there. Yeah, With all due respect. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Castro X. Two Titty Tia. That's me. Uh, this has been Roscoe. I've been saying that lately. This has been. This has been Roscoe. I don't know who the fuck I stole that from. It's from something else. This has been Roscoe. Uh, got some shows coming up, man. Stay tuned. This man got some big things happening. Uh, do you want to drop your Facebook? Uh, Just your fan page? Yeah, at Roscoe, R-O-S-C-O. Mm. No E, bitches. T, do you want to do the thing? Yeah, so, like, if you want to come like us and follow us on Facebook, <laughs> you can do that at uh, uh, With All Due Respect Podcast on Facebook. Mm. And then if you want to check out these pictures and these videos I took today, you can follow us on Instagram and with all due respect, 001. Mm. And then we also have a Twitter, um, which is at I a... love Twitter, by the way. I, I used to... I read Twitter a lot. That's where I get a lot of my info. Twitter's, right. the, Twitter's the number one outlet for comics, ladies and gentlemen. I've not used Twitter. She takes care of all the uh, social Twitter's media. just... Social media's a bitch, man. I know. You have to be in social media today. Yeah. I know this is at the end of the podcast, but you have to be in social media today. Yeah. Uh, if you're not involved, if you're not on top of it, if you're not posting almost daily, you're going to get left behind. That's key. That's why I've heard her do it. She's good at posting and stuff. She's good at like, talking. It's a generation. Like, you're always right. on your phone. Uh, I like that you got yourself, you, like, you're, you're Howard Stern. 
and this is your Robin. Thank you. It's exactly this is what, what I've said saying. so many times. Yeah, yeah. A, that's the whole setup. You just got an Indian Robin. Right. Not yeah. Indian. Fucking, she's not. Mexican. She's Mexican. Yeah. yeah does she not look Indian? I tell no. her this all the time. Uh, I would say you look more <laughs> Middle Eastern to me. This motherfucker. Asian. Hey, what? Which is hot. Pacific Islander. I can, oh, I can yeah, do Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like Maori or something. So I want to build that Maori. into your character now. Your fucking persona of two titty titty. You're not from, you're not fucking Mexican. You're, you're from like. Two titty titty and not from Tijuana. Yeah, you're fucking like Hawaiian or some shit. Oh, there you go. I can see that. Let's go. Let's do it. Hawaiian. Do some Hawaiian uh, Yeah, shit. so our Twitter is at <laughs> A underscore broadcasting. And then, um. You know, if you want to send us some cool shit, like your music artists, For if you're night. listening to this, yeah. uh, you send us it, uh, or or anybody really, you send us anything you want. I hated that. Dick pics. Car- Castro loves a dick uh, pic. Yeah, feet Castro picks. really loves dick pics. Um, feet pics. Uh, feet pics. You're the feet? Are you a foot guy? Yeah, he's a foot guy. He's a toe sucker? Yeah. He is a toe sucker. I come you are a nasty motherfucker. It gets worse, bro. It gets Just worse, wait till we bro. spend more time. You're going to see. Like, wow. You're going to hear. You're going to see. You're going to experience. My mother was a stripper on top of a civil rights oh, activist, okay. and I found porn at a really early age. There's a lot of, like, issues. So, there. like, when I was young, we found porn in the woods. Really? Just yeah, sitting there? Yeah, like you'd find people, there'd be like a, uh, uh, what do they call it, like a pallet. You know what yeah. a pallet is? You'd be like yeah. pallet out in the middle of the woods. And you know what a pallet is? And underneath, <laughs> underneath it, there was like a Playboy or a, or something better, like a Hustler. Hustler yeah. was, Hustler's cold. I like Hustler. Yeah. <coughs> Let me ask you Rest in peace, Larry Flint. I know we're supposed to be ending the podcast. Uh, R.I.P. But I keep talking to you. Uh, let me ask you this, the transition, uh, because I remember jacking off to magazines, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Oh but then fucking video came. You know what I'm saying? Or like internet, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I remember video, uh, VHS, finding a VHS tape, tape of uh, my grandfather's, I believe. How was that? Yeah, it was good. It was uh, like, uh, I think it was like, fuck my housewife, please. Mm. Oh, I thought you said it was of your grandfather. So real like real cuck porn for like old school. Like, Have you ever tried one of those games on the porn websites? Never. Like no. y'all never last. I uh my first porn DVD that I had found was uh my father's <laughs> and it was all that as nine. Oh, uh, big ass black women. Yeah. Nice. Big BBCs. It was different. Yeah. yeah. Changed the game. Couldn't fuck the same after He's that. Still in the yeah. BBCs. I yeah, no, I, I, I like a thick porn. woman. I do too. There's a difference between a, <coughs> between a BBC and a thick woman. Right. I like both. I'm a very okay, open a man. A BBC is to, a big black cock. We're talking about uh, big, big beautiful women. women. BBWs, yeah. guys. BBW. Yeah, you guys. Well, like I, I love a big black cock too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Have you heard of a uh, Pogs? You guys know a Pogs? Yes. Pretty ass white girls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. BAWG, I believe. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that was for a long time. What the fuck is oh. a Pogs? Yeah, so I think I'm like way into cuck porn, but. I could never, uh, I could never let someone fuck my woman. It's hot to I'm watch. I'm too it, jealous. It's hot to watch it. Though. I'm the same way. My uh, my girlfriend loves to bitch about the fact that I would have a threesome with a woman, but not with a man. Right. She says it's not fair. It isn't. To which every man agrees with me that it is fair. Not every man. We every different- man that we've ever discussed it with. Every straight man. Any man that has. Because you said that you're jealous. That's a, that's an uncomfortability. I could have it, it with a woman, you, though, not uh, with a man. Yeah, because it makes you jealous. jealous. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's a that's a that's an ins- that's an issue. Oh yeah, yeah. That you got to work insecure. on, and that's I'm the reason comedian. why. We talked about this. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're insecure. <laughs> so that's why every insecure man that you talk to agrees with you because they are also the same way. Well, well, this is this is friends. why huh? this is why I don't do relationships anymore. <laughs> is because I'm fine. Like, say me and T were dating, right? Or in 
I'm to the point because I've been fucked over so much in my heart with women and things. I'm to the right. point to where say me and T were dating, go fuck them. Like I don't care because I'm probably going to go. So you're fuck bro- her. you're a broken toy, like a motherfucker. Yeah. So like I have a good friend that I went to high school with who says that every woman cheats, and I uh, I don't agree with that. Even though I've been cheated on, right, a multitude of times, I just feel like that. But see, it's not, not everyone does. the way in which I would <coughs> do it, it. It wouldn't be in a sense of like cheating, be on some. I want you to go be free. We're still going to be close. You, what we have here at home would be special. Um, and just us. Respect me as you're out so there. But I guess you can let that go, and speaking. I can't. And yeah, that's the thing. It, it's took like, it took me a long time, though. It took me a long time. It hurt. I don't want to be that, though. You don't have to. No. And I know. That's the thing about sexuality, and that's what makes us all different. Is like we're all we're, different shit. We're fucking weird. Some, I know people want to get shit on, man. It's not my thing. I know people that want to get pissed on. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever a woman uh, squirts, she's just pissing on you. Right. But... You have to fuck her good to get her to piss on you. That's so, the truth. It's a reward. Yeah, it's a reward, 100%. Uh, uh, so speak about squirting with Sophia when she comes in. Uh, she okay. has a, she's, uh, she's an expert on it, uh, and she will tell you some great stories about it. But squirting is 90% piss. Do you, uh, do you want to come in on her interview? And hang out. I don't want to come in on her interview, but she's great. And I'd love to get you guys blast. in here together sometime. Well, that we'll, we'll do that. After her. We we'll do, do that. that. We can do that. Yeah, we set that up. That'd yeah, really we work cool. really well together. She's a uh, she's a fucking killer, kids. Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, so. Andy Schumer. Yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. The other night. Andy anyway. Schumer. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as she was saying, if you want to. Send your music in for the WADR radio show on ninety one point one FM. Uh, Send it to With All Due Respect uh, Podcast uh, zero, zero With All Due Respect Podcast zero zero one at gmail.com. Yes, uh, I like how he asked it like a question. He uh, at first he was very bad at everything. Uh, he didn't know what anything I was don't social media because he he's never on social media. The, the last the last thirty days and for the next for, for the next seventeen hours they have been doing my Facebook social media. Him and Nick have both been doing it. Social media is hard. And uh, they're like they're, people is a difficult. Task. They're like they're like mm. what do, what what is this? What do I do over here? And then they'll they'll upload the photos wrong. I'm like you have to upload them this way so people look at them this way yeah. because that's how people look and they're just like what yeah. and then like there's been people that put upload them like 3d pictures i'm like who would put 3d it's because in here? it's it's generational bro I'm telling yeah you. yeah you're a you're a cusper you're right on the cusp of technology and these kids that i am the same I, age as him yeah but he grew up with a stripper mother so <laughs> <laughs> i can dig it uh yeah man send us your stuff over to the uh mp3 files away files man for the wadr radio show uh, you can catch that on 91.1 FM or uh, check us out on Radio Garden. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's that. If for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect. Fuck you. Thank you, and we out. We out. Okay.